welcome, welcome to the bomb D D Um, I'm Bethany, and I'm Crystal. Always mm-hmm. the songbird. We love to see it. I know. And hear I, every it. time, I must. Yeah, I dig I, it. Yeah, I can't resist. And today we're discussing. Ooh, oh my god. Wink. What a treat. We're talking about Brink, okay? Um, when I tell you, I'm, I'm still... I'm excited to get into this. I'm still riding You're the buzzing. waves. Yeah, I'm still buzzing, buzzing like, yeah. from the yeah. joy I felt from watching this movie again. It's so good. I feel that... I also wanted to note that I listened to our Wish Upon a Star episode recently, mm-hmm. and I do open with welcome to the bomb.com. <laughs> <laughs> so, don't at me. I know it. <laughs> the bomb decom. It's the bomb decom. But I mean, you know, that is the reference. So, hey, That's it all works. That's the inspiration. Works. Yeah. It's bound totally. to happen. Um, but yes, Brink, Andy Brinker, like, and the Soul Skaters. I'm oh. I'm here for it. Like, yeah. They touch my heart. Do you, do you remember how big inline skating was in the 90s? Like, did you it inline th- skate? Yeah, I did. I tried yeah. a, a couple of times with my family, actually. All five of us went out Whoa. with rollerblades. <laughs> And, you know, decked out knee pads, elbow pads, helmets, everything. Um, And all we did was, like, skate around this. um, It was like a vacant basketball court, pretty much, just to, like, get our bearings. Uh And then we would, like, go out onto the sidewalk and stuff. But, yeah, we all had rollerblades when I was in Boston. And it was, was like, a little thing for us for a little while. Like, I'm so jealous of this. Like... Mm. As you know, I came from a very small family, me and my mom, like two of us. Yeah. And Dynamic duo. it's funny <laughs> because I was recently talking to my mom about certain things that she just wasn't into that are, are like very kid things. Mm. Um, we didn't talk about this, but she was not into playing like card or board games. Like those were not her jam. Oh, okay. She did not like to dress up on Halloween. Still doesn't. She, hate, she hates it. And I wanted candy, to so though? bad. Yeah, we passed no. out candy. Oh, okay, okay. Guys, she just didn't dress up. Okay, got you. No, she never... And when I was a kid, I really wanted to, like, dress up with her. Right. Um, and then, lastly, like, she... I wanted to match her really badly. I wanted to wear, like, mother-daughter matching outfits. Mm-hmm. And my mom thinks that's so corny that she told me that when I suggested this as, like, a four- or five-year-old, she thought I was joking because she could not take that proposal seriously. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. What? And what so the idea this? of my mom strapping on rollerblades is like the most <laughs> so far ab- absurd, impossible. Like, like that is like she grew wings and she started flying around the town. Like that's <laughs> more likely. <laughs> she literally transformed into a mythical being and took flight. <laughs> that is more believable than Mama Robin trying to rollerblade. Uh, well, yeah, she's now a sphinx who like dispels riddles. <laughs> More likely than her taking up rollerblading. Honestly, I could see her being a sphinx. Oh, I, she'd, be, I, she'd be a great sphinx. She has yeah. high sphinx energy. Yes. She does. Yeah. Wow. What is that? Damn. Sphinx energy. I don't know. But she right. Has. Yeah. She does. She yeah. has it. I have no clue. Never, literally yeah. never had that thought before about anyone in my life, but she does possess no. that. No. But as oh, I said it, I thought it. And then you said it. And I'm like, right. obviously, mm-hmm. it's true. It is absolutely true. Wow. wow. Yeah, when rollerblading was all the rage, um, I think part of it had to do with my parents really wanting to um, just explore new things. You know, like they're immigrants. They moved to the U.S. in their 20s. And like 
not that they were so uh like so like into being american like we want the american dream da, da, da. but i mean that is part of why they moved here but i think they just wanted a family outing and rollerblading looked like something active that could be fun and funny for all of us which it was i mean we all busted ass multiple times every I mean, single I'm one sure. of us so um yeah i think you know they just wanted to they just wanted to do like like the um, like American family stuff. They're like, oh, everyone loves rollerblading right now in in this country. Should we do it? Okay, let's They're try. Not it. wrong. <laughs> Honestly, yeah. that story makes me want to have children. Oh yeah, you can so take the rollerblading. I love that. Exactly, exactly. Those fun yeah. memories for sure. Yeah, I feel um, like I'd definitely be a corny mom. Like I'd want to do like very corny oh, things. Absolutely, yeah. It'd be great. Yeah. I feel like you'd be super corny and also just like. A, like a just so weird like the weird but cool mom you know that everyone yeah. likes yes like everyone's always at your house all of your kids friends like want to hang out there um, yeah. yeah i think about I how i talk that. to my dogs and i'm like well i talk to my children like this and i'm like probably yeah i think so you probably be asking yeah. your kids all kinds of weird questions and they're just like mom what are you talking about but also yes sure yeah <laughs> I can see it. I, can I know. See it. I know. Yeah. Uh, I gotta, I gotta be, you saw where I came from. I have to be strange. It's not going to be normal. You there's must. No way. Yeah. There's no way you're not. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah. Anyway. Um, yes. Andy Brink Brinker. Initial thoughts. I guess we kind of touched on it, but go in depth. Give me, give me your thoughts. Gosh, so much joy. I will say one thing that I noted um, was that the acting was good like i was i was deep in it you know like i was captivated i was in the high school with them i'm like damn brink what are we gonna do ew val stop what are, what are you doing like i wasn't really thinking like oh i'm sitting here watching a decom like i have in the past with some yes DCOMs. yes yeah every like, single one of them honestly up until this point like mm-hmm. even i love wish upon a star but this Same. one i'm like i am in it i'm on yes. this journey with you all yes I just want to, I want to just like experience this movie. Like I let, let it wash over me. Like me too. Fully immersed. Like it was an experience. Um, but yeah, I just, I loved it. And I just felt so much joy, like all throughout the movie, even when things were like rough and tough in the plot, I was kind of like, damn, what are we going to do? Oh, like where we go from here? Like, oof, you know, I was just in it, which I like, that's the mark of a good movie. Like the Brink is actually a good movie. Like decom status aside. Yes. It yes. is a good movie. For anyone. Could have had a theatrical release. I, I right. agree. I think it's yeah. a great movie. And and Brink is a great character. Like I'm so good. He deals with so conflict good. in this movie, but you understand why he's making the decisions he is. Yeah. He never does anything where I'm like, well, that's really out of pocket. Right. Where I'm like, damn, you're you're a bad friend right now. Oh God. And he feels so real. Like he feels mm-hmm. like a real late nineties teenage boy. Yeah, he really does. I mean, you know, Eric Von Dutton, he is that nineties king. Like he Oh is my god. That like persona. talk like, about talk <sighs> about crushes of my youth. Like Right. If you like boys and you were alive in the 90s, you had a crush on Eric Von Dutton. You absolutely did. Like, there was no doubt. There, There's no way you couldn't. As long as you knew who he was, you loved him. Okay? Like, you And how could you, you not? Him. I mean, Princess Diaries, Brink. Yes! So weird. Oh, my God. You know? I forgot about Princess Diaries. 
holy shit we should do that yeah for... i mean he was a real d-bag he was he was he was the villain on there but still so cute i mean not yes villain, but, but we like, should you know. um but yeah, yeah for yeah. a patreon episode we should do i agree princess Diaries. yes and it takes place in the bay area where i lived until recently and you are oh currently living God. so cute little tie-in it's got the little san francisco uh quintessential bay windows love that yes so I love that that movie. So I'm, I'm happily would do that for an episode. Mm. Um, but yeah, I feel the same way. The yeah. only actor, and I don't know his name, but the only actor that kind of pulled me out, who is also the only actor that I know I haven't seen in anything anything else mm. on the Soul Skaters team was Jordy. Where I'm like, same. this kid isn't selling it for me. Like, right. Mm-hmm. And you know, acting is not enough, his calling. I looked up the cast when I was just like doing some general research on the movie, and there are no photos of him on the internet when you look up Jordy Brink it is just a blank little question like a gray square with a question mark and I'm like damn like what like okay yeah like all right like everyone else felt so natural like Mm -hmm. just effortless like they were the character yeah it felt so forced and I was like this kid's trying to act and he's not like acting where it's like oh wow he's like putting right. it in the work in a good way it was like i don't you're acting at me yeah. and i feel it and i mm-hmm. never am believing you are who you're saying you are and that's Truly. not good and i, I mean yeah in part his character's weird like he's his family's yeah. weird mm-hmm. his and uncle's been like, abducted multiple times by alien right like uh, like okay yeah. you know and i'm just like all right jordy you're just yeah we're just gonna leave you where you're at i'm just gonna leave and you and away. you're here you're here. You're in this movie. <laughs> you are here. Mm-hmm. You are present. Yeah. But, but everyone else, like, you know, uh, Peter, Gabriella, yeah. even douchebag Val, mm-hmm. and like oh, my boy Brink, obviously, like, right. Bring like, amazing. They really brought it. They were yeah. completely them. Like, it was just like we were watching, you know, like a different side of their personalities. Like it was, it came so naturally to them. So I'm like, boom, I'm here for it deeply yeah, all the way. Yeah. I, I agree. So yeah, loved it. Mm. Love this movie. I've loved it so, my entire, like me too. Life since I've seen it. Like yes. I have always been a fan and it's nice. It's always nice when you can revisit something and still mm-hmm. really enjoy it. And it's so, one yeah. of those movies where I watched it and I'm like, if I do have kids, this is a movie I'd want to show them. Absolutely. From my childhood. 100%. Yeah. Yes, indeed. <sighs> so I guess. Such a good watch. Uh, are we ready to get into the recap? Let's do it. So we open on Brink's home and it's the last day of summer. We see him mm-hmm. rushing out of the house to meet up with his friends. But along the way, we meet his parents and his little sister, Katie. Yeah. Um, I love this. He says, yo, what up, fam? And yeah, I'm just dead. like, that's how people like open YouTube videos now. Yeah. <laughs> the 90s are back. <laughs> Literally. But I love how his dad is like, English, please. And I'm like, dude, you know exactly what he said. Like, what, what are you what are you talking about? Are you 140 years old? Like, please stop. I, I know. I know. I have the dad. It's interesting because I struggle with him up until the end of the movie. Right. And then he's like, Same. he goes from being one of my most hated Disney parents to one of my favorite Disney parents. And I mm-hmm. feel very weird about it. Me too. It's a big shift. Like a complete it 180. It really is. So I'm it like. It really is. How did you do that, so, sir? What, what's going yeah, on? Yeah. I, I don't know. Like, even though I love this movie and I, it's not without its 
flaws and notes, yeah. which of course mm-hmm. I will be bringing up. So yeah, and I also wanted to we, note that oh. in as he's like barreling through the house in this opening scene, he drinks chocolate syrup straight. Oh, I missed that. <laughs> like he takes chocolate syrup out of the fridge and just it takes it straight to the dome, and I'm like, what? That's what, disgusting. How, it's so gross. It's so gross. And I, I, wow. I couldn't understand it. I'm like, no one I know has ever done anything like this. No one I know has ever enjoyed just drinking chocolate, Hershey's chocolate syrup, just straight from yeah, the bottle, squeeze thinking, it into your mouth. When I was a kid, I might have done the thing where you like put a little bit of the chocolate syrup in your mouth and then put milk in your mouth and like switch it around and then drink it, which is also gross. Oh, But okay. I could never just, I, mean, I could see no that. cap chocolate syrup. Yeah. There was no milk. No, no, nothing. Just the chocolate syrup, yeah. just that's it. And then he, he needs continues. that sugar rush for his soul skating. I guess he does have high energy. He's a high energy young man. So uh, he yeah. is also extremely laid back, which is like what a great yeah. combo, right? Perfect combo, exactly. Yeah, yes. yeah. Like Brink, I would love to have someone like Brink as a son. Like mm-hmm. I think he's a really wonderful person. Me too. So obviously, yeah. And I don't feel so that cheery. often. Right, about same. these characters, <laughs> about yeah. anyone, honestly, about people or <laughs> things in general. About but... people in general, not yeah, a fan of people. <laughs> yeah, same. And not a fan. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't. I haven't lost full faith in humanity yet, but um, mm, you'll get there. I do. So, I do like Brink. All right, so. cool. Um, oh. something I look forward to. So anyway, um. He's running to meet his friends so they can catch the bus to go to the skate park. And we see him running there and we meet his soul skater friends while they're waiting for him. We have Gabriella, uh, Jordy, and Peter. Yes. And just as Brink arrives, the bus has already passed. So they're like, Mm -hmm. oh my God, we're going to miss our opportunity. He's like, dude, we woke up to skate today. Like, let's skate there. Right. And so they put on their skates, much to Jordy's resistance, and they decide to just skate to the park. Yeah. They get we there and they note. Oh, go ahead. That Jordy, he is like the he is like the cautious and worrying one. Like when Brink yeah. was late for the bus, he instantly was like, What if he was hit by a car? Or what if yeah. what if he was abducted by aliens or or what or what if he was or, oh, no, he said the absolute worst. He was like, what if his dad's back, you know, went out again and yes. at the hospital? And I'm like, bro, chill yeah. out, <laughs> please. Yeah, because that's a very real thing. It's, it's very he's... real. Yeah, I don't know why <laughs> I'm like, he's why like is, this. Why is your mind going to the, like, the worst, most realistic scenarios that Brink could be caught in when he's... I mean, I don't know how late he is. Brink seems to be notoriously tardy in this movie. Like, he just is a late yeah. boy, you know? But still, that should give no one else even worried, more solace that so... he's fine. Because <laughs> this is his typical behavior. So, yeah, it was wild. Like, you and I are often late. Right, um, I guess. Very and I have yet to worry about you, um, you know, getting, getting hit by a car. Aliens, but or being that's a <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, um, same. I'm not a, I'm not a worrier. I'm just like, oh, she'll be here soon. Like, whatever. The thing Sorry. is, like, I can be a war, a worrier for sure. Like, I do have that in me, but not to this extent and not yeah. at this age. Right. Same. Um, yeah. yeah. So, a, but yeah, I guess, like. Character. Jordy's 
kind his character's kind of like weird worrier and also mm-hmm. just like happy to be included because he's yeah. not cool just happy to be um, there with the cool kids right yeah yeah mm-hmm. gabrielle is definitely like the take no shit mm-hmm. only girl of the group and so she has to kind of be a little tougher yeah um and the i, I fucking queen. love gabrielle like yeah. yes like she's so great such cool girl cool like authentic cool girl energy like right. I, I love gabriella like it really is um, her like she's not trying hard to exactly be who she is it's just who she is exactly and then we have peter and peter really just like is that supportive friend he mm-hmm. like loves and believes in brink and brinks definitely as we get to see the leader of the group yeah um peter's so which supportive. really is why his yeah his yeah. actions are really impactful in this film because he yeah. is kind of like the unofficial leader of their crew mm-hmm. True. um True. yeah and we find out also that i think he got them all into soul skating like he's the one right. who yeah. Kind of made this their, their thing. Their shared yeah. love. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, anyway, they skate to the park, and when mm-hmm. they get there, uh, we see that they have their first run in with Team X Blades. Yeah. Uh, and they're being photographed <laughs> by Inline Magazine. Looking uh, like the... bumblebees. <laughs> yellow and black uniforms, basically. That's their aesthetic for sure. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so Team X Blades, as we learned throughout the movie, they're definitely the antagonists in the film, at least as like a group mm-hmm. antagonist against the Soul Skaters, because they are sponsored, which means they get paid to skate. They also get a lot of recognition and accolades for this. And mm-hmm. uh, basically, the Soul Skaters are all about doing it because it's what they love. Yeah. So they're really at opposition here from the jump. Mm-hmm. Um but Inline Magazine, they, they the Soul Skaters think that there's a chance that they may be here to photograph them. Not right. the case. They're here for Team X Blades. Team X Blades, um, yeah. And the captain or leader of Team X Blades is our main antagonist, Val. Oh, pretty boy Val. Who, mm. Pretty boy Val. I know, like, angles, angles, oh, right? cheekbones. And the My lips, God, like, like plump, what? juicy. Like, he's, why are you so beautiful? He's serving. He's always serving somehow. Like, I, he really like, is. He came with it. But, you know, as we all know, he is in love with Brink. So he's got to bring it every time he knows that Brink might be around. And the skate park is the perfect opportunity to yeah. bring it and to look your most kissable, which he does, honestly. <laughs> you know, I, I agree with that. I actually had have watching this movie every time I, I feel more and more their sexual tension. And I have this oh, yeah. working theory, which I think adds to the motivation of both Brink and Val's actions. It's just hmm. maybe they had a secret summer tryst like they hooked up once or oh, twice like a camp summer camp some or something like or, that i mean even in their town like they just like happen oh. to run into each other oh. no one else was around and they just like experimented a little bit or Ooh. like hooked up and that is what's motivating val's action in this movie because otherwise i'm like why is he making these choices right. and mm-hmm. brinks mm-hmm. vitriol because brinks very chill yeah. but like the vitriol they have towards each other I'm just like, yeah. something's going on. Is that a right? character for him? For sure. Like he shouldn't even, he should yeah. just be like, whatever, Val, bye. But he's yeah. not. Yeah, he's I know. like, oh, yeah, you know, let's fight about it. Let's yeah, he goes out it. of his way to fuck with Val. Yeah. And so it's Actually, giving. I feel like Val okay. also, um, Val says a lot of homoerotic things. Uh, like lines <laughs> like that Disney what? did not intend. It, they're, they're just, what? they're literally just this. lines of like inciting conflict or it's just like regular lines of dialogue. But the phrasing 
I, and I made a note of every single one. So, you know, I'm going to oh. bring them up as we go along. But, Girl. Um, okay. I'm going to say give it to us. But, okay. Yeah. <laughs> sprinkle it throughout. Yeah. We'll, you know, we'll, we will see by the end of this movie that Val is, he's subliminally messaging to Brink that he wants wow. him. Yeah, he does. I tremble with anticipation. I cannot <laughs> wait. So, yeah. That is my theory because of their, their they have, and they also have like, intense chemistry i don't know mm-hmm. they do they have major chemistry i don't know the energy is there and usually like val is yeah. literally centimeters away from brink's face when he's talking he like gets Constantly. so close to him yeah and right. like his whole goal in this movie is to find ways to get closer to, get to, brink. Close to brink like if you yeah. think about it yes literally literally he all like, he, what is all that? he wants is brink's time he wants quality time he wants him close to his face and of yeah. course, he eventually, I'm sure, wants to, you know, get with him. So, absolutely. And like, mm. I love this read. It was the '90s, you know. We we mm. weren't as out and proud as we are today. So Thanks. I think it totally stands to reason um, yeah. that there's something going on there. And honestly, I think it's canon. I, I think, think it's that canon. yes, that read makes it much more interesting, in my opinion. I love it. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, wait till so, you hear the the lines. So like, wait. wait. I, I'm excited. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> It'll reaffirm, for sure. Oh, I, I have no doubt. Um, okay, so they're at the skate park, and Inline Magazine needs to take photos of the X-Blades team. X-Blades. Team. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so Val's like, oh, I'll get them off, and he basically bullies and, like, pushes Brink off. Yeah, and much. <laughs> when they go to confront him, they have technically left the skate park area, mm-hmm. and X-Blades have moved in, and so they take it over. But as revenge, um, on the way out, the soul skaters, Brink goes up to some skateboarders and yeah. says, like, oh, is it true that all skateboarders suck? I forget what the line is, but yeah, basically some, some, yeah, some negative some line about disses. skateboarders. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And the skateboard guy is like, what? And Brink's like, oh, that's what that guy said. And he points to Val. And of yeah. course, like, we know that the skateboarders went and started some shit with them. Um, which is pretty that. fun. But I will say, before they go, the sk- soul skaters leave. Um, one of the expladers goes up to Gabriella and asks if she ever got arrested for impersonating a boy, a boy, which is yeah. mm-hmm. ick. Ick, ick, ick. We don't like that. Ick, ick, ick. I love her comeback, though. She was like, no, have you? And I'm like, Yeah, Oof. I know. Right. I know, I know. Right back at you, yeah. bitch. Yeah, like, because what the hell are you? You better take it. Right. Like, are you intimidated that she might get the girls that you want? Like, what's wrong with you? Like, what what is the purpose here of this? For real. Of what you're saying. And let's make no mistake. Like, Gabriella, obviously, she's, like, in a predominantly male sport. Mm, sport, yeah. Sure. Mm-hmm. But she is very feminine presenting. And she yeah. is very beautiful. And, yeah, like, she's gorgeous. I don't right. know. There's no doubt to me of her gender identity. And, like, you probably want to fuck her, and that's why you're being so weird about this. I think that's it, too. Yeah. He's attracted to her. He wants to fuck her, and that's... Yeah. I feel like that's usually the case. Understandable. Often the case. That's typically the case when guys come after you or, like, they pay more attention to you and try to insult you in some way. Like, they want you. Yeah. And they're just Especially if they're not, like, supposed to want you. Especially if you're a brown girl, like, Mm -hmm. and one who, like kind of dressed in oversized clothing oh my god yeah he hates himself mm-hmm. for this yep they're like i need to um i need to make you feel worse about yourself because i can't have you so you can't be happy without me Da-da-da-da. yes it's serving <sighs> fire like fire hellfire from the hunchback of notre dame have you seen that movie oh my god yes <gasps> and that song about sexual repression which is 
wild for a kids oh, movie. Oh my god, the whole song by that big fireplace yes. that he was dancing yes. in and everything and like, oh. <gasps> yeah. He really that was. But I thought that was that was directed at Wait, was it directed at the um at uh, Esmeralda? Was that Yeah. It, oh, yeah. Okay. He's okay. like be mine or you will burn. Like oh, he's god. Like if I can't have you, literally no, I'm like, going to have to I'm, murder you. Yeah, I have to kill you. <laughs> oh. But also I shouldn't want you. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, it's, it's mm-hmm. fun. Yeah. Yeah. Damn. We should also I do know. Patreon episodes of, like, the Disney classics. Hercules. Oh, Pocahontas. Yes. Um, Aladdin. Yes. You know, all those. Uh, yeah, they're remaking yeah. Um, Hercules right now. Live action. <gasps> Is yeah. it a musical? Do you know? I mean, it must be, right? And honestly, like, the other ones I haven't been so excited, but because Hercules underperformed... I'm hoping um, that people see how lit Hercules is. Oh my god! With this so like, reboot, absolutely. The so muses? Yeah. Are you kidding uh, me? They made uh, half I mean, the movie. Cannot, like what? The muses? You can't beat the muses, girl. Mm-mm, there's nobody like the muses. Not in any movie. No. Not in any Disney movie. A hundred percent. Yeah, um, I, I, I'm oh, very curious though. to see who the muses are. Yeah, me Same. too. I'm excited. I hope Jennifer Hudson. Um, one. That'd be incredible. I think she's definitely been fan, fan cast, but you never know what these people yeah, actually do. Yeah. Um, okay, so now right. we're at school. It's the first day. Um, yes. We also have found out through a few conversations, including Jordy's comment, that Brink's dad is currently on disability because he hurt his back. And he's mm-hmm. worried that once he his disability ends, that he won't be able to get his get job his back. Job so back. Yeah. That's like a background concern throughout the film, which motivates some of the characters' actions. Mm-hmm. Um, so at school, it's the first day we see Gabriella, who was forced to wear a dress by her mom because, <sighs> according to her, all the girls in Peru wear dresses on their first day of school. God. Um, but why that? And I feel like Gabby's mom pulled that dress out of her closet, like literally from the back of the closet, had to dust it off. I mean, it was like I a love short muumu. What? No, it was like no, it was like a button-down like baby doll short dress. No, I, it I think it was so cute. box shaped. It barely had a waist. No, it barely. I don't had think a that's waist. true. I I, I need think you to like, look it up. You need to Google it. When, like, no, I remember, I remember it perfectly in my mind. It's a very '90s like baby doll dress. I think the thing is that that actress is a little bustier, and so I think it pulls the dress out a little bit more than it might be if someone who was really like um, you know, f- smaller chested and thin or super thin. No. Uh, war because she she has nope. been um when i think baby doll i think yeah. waist there's a waist there was no waist on that dress it literally just hung on her body i know it's like one of those button downs that curves in i loved it i stand by it whatever we can agree to disagree that's I mean, fine i literally yeah i made a note of short muumu so yeah no. <laughs> okay, okay yeah. you know what i guess i have to take a moment and look this up because crystal <laughs> is making me doubt myself <laughs> I just, I feel like there was no, it was not really cinched. You could see that there should be a shape. I don't, but I, she I'm didn't, getting, it, it wasn't the right size for her. It was not the right size for her. How am I getting to find this fucking dress? Gabriella Brink dress. That, that's, okay. a, that's a strong search query. I think you're going to find it. Yeah. Uh, no. It was literally just hanging off her body. When I think of like the 90s dresses like that, I think of like Claire Danes in my so-called life. She was she was always wearing like very fitted vests with like the 90s like A-line sort of or not A-line, but like baby doll sort of uh silhouette, I think. 
actually maybe a-line because i think the skirt popped out like at her waist maybe but i think you know claire but also claire danes and she had like a she would have a vest over her sort of short flowy 90s dresses but claire danes is like the body type i'm talking about where she's like very wafy so even if it True. was like a bit looser fitting, True. it wouldn't look quite the same. And I'm looking and I cannot find the, an image of her in that dress, but I remember liking Damn. it. So I'm okay. standing by it. No. All right. Um, Fair enough. But I hate that her mom made her wear a dress regardless of how Same. ugly or cute it is. Like, Me it too. doesn't really matter. She didn't want to wear um, it. So like, don't make her do that. Yeah. What the fuck? That's such a weird thing that parents would do. And I just, I cannot imagine making my kid wear something they weren't comfortable in. Like, that's so foreign to me as a concept. Yeah. It honestly brought me back to when I left for prom in my dress and my dad, like, I had always thought about prom being, like, this moment where you come down the stairs, they take pictures, like, this whole thing. No. My dad Mm -hmm. was in the garage the whole time. And then when I was leaving, I left through the garage and he was like, that's what you're wearing? And I'm like, yeah. And then I left. And that was it. Oh. And I just feel like... I feel like it's more prominent in immigrant parents, you know, when you're first yeah, generation sure. in the U.S., like, they're just like, oh, this isn't how it was back where I came from. Right. We don't wear stuff like that. And it's like, cool, well, I'm not you, and we're also not there. So, right. uh, you know, come to terms with it. I don't know. But of course they don't. Yeah. They want you to be little mini clones of them, so. I 100% I mean, like, my mom, I, I don't come from immigrant parents, but I do still deal with the fact that, like, I think she has expectations about who I should be based on who she is. Um, and it's it's hard. It's definitely hard. Yeah. I do agree it's more prominent in immigrant parents. That's from what I've like observed. a universal par- parental thing, though. Yeah. They want to yeah. shape you. They and also the generational. Them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I just mm-hmm. think, like, our parents' generation and beyond, that was just kind of how they functioned. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, you as their kids are an extension of them. Therefore, if they mm-hmm. want you to wear a dress, you wear a dress. Yeah. And also, like... It really reminded me, I don't know if you've ever seen these videos, but in the 90s, there were these very popular, this very popular talk show trope where these teens who had this, like their own personal style Mm. would be brought to one of these talk shows by their parents and given a makeover because they weren't conforming enough. And like they didn't use that verbiage, but that's basically what the situation was. And they would go from like having these really like individualistic styles, even if it's not my taste, it's like how they presented and wanted to present Mm -hmm. to being dressed like they were secretaries at like a corporation. Oh, every single one of them. Oh no. It's it's awful. It's It's really like, let's, you know, brain dead, uh, corporate. Let's strip these kids of their individuality. Like that is the goal here. Don't like that. Um, yeah. And that's kind of what this felt like a little bit because like that dress Mm. she's wearing, even though I think it's cute, I'm 33 like, I should not necessarily be dressing the same as a 16-year-old, and I would wear that dress. So, I mean, it to is be definitely, fair, yeah. that dress would look incredible on you. Absolutely. Oh, thank you. Yeah. You, like... Fort Moomoo's I, are my look. <laughs> <laughs> They're my passion. I mean, not to say that, but, you know, I just feel like if you put that dress on... I know that the waist would cinch at the right place and it would, you know, it would look great on you for sure. Like everything would look good. It's just that on Gabby, you know, she, that dress was just not for her for me. But that show sounds so horrifying. I would not want to watch that, you know, like as a young person who's probably likely struggling with how do I express myself and still make my parents proud and still be accepted by everyone and find my place. Right. 
I wouldn't want to watch a show about like, here I am dressing the way I want. And here's how my mom would like to dress me instead. Yeah. I'll have to send you the link after this. So terrible. For you to watch because it is wild. And yeah, I want to see it. Yeah, and I also I think we should post it on the website so people can see exactly what we're referencing. I'll, mm. I'll create a page that's basically like referencing conversations oh, we've had on the episodes. show. Yes. Oh, yeah. smart. Um, so, so people smart. can just oh watch the content. Thank you. Thank you very mm. much. Um, Genius. But yeah, it's it's depressing to watch because I think we've talked about this before and I think for me it's especially rung true as people are finding their sexuality more freely mm. these days. Mm-hmm. But people being comfortable with how they present is so beautiful. Yeah. And so watching people actively fuck with that is like Ugh. more upsetting than maybe it actually is to me. It's triggering. Yeah. It's a trigger for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Which is weird. I, I don't even know if I can call it a trigger because like I definitely like I was born as a cisgendered woman. I present as a cisgendered woman. So like so, yeah. I'm a person who very much presents exactly how I'm expected to present. So mm-hmm. it's not a trigger for me, but it is like upsetting because people should be able to show up however they yeah, want. They really should. I fully, I fully yeah. agree. I feel like I do. Yes. I can kind of like feel a little, little bit. I am also a cisgendered woman, you know, just kind of living my feminine life. But I feel like when I switched to, when I stopped like perming my hair, you know, when I started my natural hair journey, Oh, that's a big one. Right, yeah. That was wild in and of itself. And then I decided to shave my head as well for the first time. And that was kind of crazy. My mom was really not about that. And my parents were kind of like, what are you doing? You know, your hair is kind of all you have. Well, you know, not like explicitly that, but they were just kind of like. But that's the thing in the black community, especially. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. In the black community, like being bald is not like, uh, it's not a, it's not a, it's not something that people look for or that they find attractive. Like, why would you choose that? Yeah. Yeah, Like, like, why why would would you want to be bald? Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And it's like, I'm literally not, like, my dad is bald. He literally shaves his head with a razor. Right, And right, his right. head yeah. is clean and shiny bald. But, That's true. Um, I've seen it. Yeah. Yeah. But I've, I've, you know, I've got my little afro, like, my little, my little short buzz cut or whatever. But I honestly had never felt more confident than when I had no hair. And it's like. And it looks so good on you. I agree. I'm like, I've never looked better. And I, I could not I, yeah. have imagined coming into this if i hadn't taken that leap to chop to buzz my hair all off you know and it it took a lot it was very scary but like that that is a thing where you just kind of have to like i don't know you you have to like face this fear to be like to just express yourself fully and it's so sad that that is what it is like you literally have to break through the fear of what you might be accosted with if if you start expressing yourself in a way that is just authentic to you, doesn't harm anyone else, just living your life. Like people just hate on it. And it's like, yeah, dude, I just want to be alive. I just want to live my life. Feel comfortable. Yeah. Yeah. Feel comfortable and be me. I feel that. And like, yeah, I mean like you with the shaved head, you look so good. And that is because I think that is like your look, but also because it's how you feel best right and so it's it's, it brings out the confidence like yeah the attitude also exactly you know i'm just like exactly i am that bitch (laughs) like okay yes and if as someone who's also gone shaved head before Mm -hmm. multiple times if you can do that and feel confident you you feel like a fucking baddie like Like, you're the baddest bitch (laughs) on the planet literally (laughs) exactly exactly i mean i remember when i did that and i i did it one night on a whim where Mm. some of my friends shaved my head and 
Monica, my, you know, Monica's garage. Oh, God. And oh. <laughs> so you never told you <laughs> the story? Monica's garage? I don't think I've ever heard yes, this story. Like, oh, my God. So <laughs> we were hanging out with Monica. It was me, Billy, and Billy's, um, you know, ex Silas, not my Silas. Right, right, Silas. right. Mm-hmm. And Silas had a friend. I can't remember her name. It started with a K. I'm going to call her K. Mm. And she was like, oh, yeah, I've, you know, I've shaved my friend's head in the past. Like, da, da, da. And I've been kind of playing around with the idea. And Billy had been kind of, like, pushing me to do it. And so he had a razor. And we just, like, we oh. went for it in Monica's did. garage. Oh, my God. There's, like, a video of me. Was there alcohol involved? Or were you guys just, like, I no, know you guys don't we even were need... sober. Yeah. You guys don't need alcohol to be up to some But I'm, again. like... <laughs> I'm like, oh, no, what am I doing? But I did it, and I looked at it, and I was like, this feels so good. I love it. But then I went home, and I I wasn't living at home at the time. I was living in Atlanta, and so I was really Mm. visiting. And Mm. so I went home, and it was late, so I came home late and went straight to bed. Then my mom woke me up in the morning to go out the next day. And before I stepped out of my room, I was like, Mom, just so you know, I shaved my head last night. I just want you to be prepared for seeing me. Oh, God. And she's like, <laughs> she's like, okay, thank you for telling me. Um, <laughs> give me a moment. Oh. And so she needed to take a beat. She had to collect herself. She had to, you know, take some yeah. deep breaths. <laughs> exactly. But when I did show her, she was like, okay, wow. And by the end of the, hmm. end of the day, she actually loved it. Oh, great. But it was a challenge for her to accept what I did to my hair. Right. (laughs) It's almost like she's saying like, how dare you do this to the hair that I helped create on your head? Yeah. You know, exactly. And like, she didn't like when I went natural. The first time I went natural, she convinced me to get a perm. Uh, Um, Just because it was uh, so foreign to like her concept of beauty and like what, she expected of me. Even now, I've been natural for 10 years now. Yeah. And I have locks and I tell her, like, you should get locks. You know, you're not happy with your hair and locks are really easy and a way for mm-hmm. your hair to grow. And she's like, oh, I just look so much better with permed hair. Like, permed hair looks so much better on me. She and would just like, actually look incredible with locks. Oh, my God. I she agree. Would. But it's yeah. really just, like, what she feels comfortable with. You know, That's it's true. not mm-hmm. about, yeah. But she uses the excuse of what she looks best in. And I, I, I don't agree with that. Hmm. Yeah. yeah, I I do vote locks for Mama Robin. Yeah, but you know what? I would actually never say that to her because I fear the repercussions. I <laughs> I am scared. I'm scared oh my of your God. mom. I'm scared of Mama Robin. I will oh, put that she out loves there. you. And her, she does, her and I love her. Teasing too. is all out of love. Yeah, yeah, and I feel it. I feel the love, and I love her so deeply. But I I'm, I'm also scared. I'm like, I feel like one <laughs> wrong move, and the love is gonna be gone, and I don't. I can't risk it. No, 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 no. No, she's she's. I think comes off a little bit more intimidating than she actually is. But no, she mm, loves hard. Okay. Once she loves you, she loves you. It takes a lot for her to cut that off, That's even true. when people deserve it. Yeah, she does. Uh, like, she's very quippy and, like, very um, clever in her <laughs> in her responses to things that happen. <laughs> and I feel like yeah. she does kind of just, you know, take everything with a grain of salt. She kind of just lets it roll off. Even if she's like, That's not for me. I, like, what are you doing? You're, you're literally out yeah. of your mind. She was kind of like, yeah. oh, well, all right. You keep doing that. See what happens. Da, 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 da. And she'll just go about her business. So <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's comforting. That's exactly right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, anyway, mm. Gabriella's dress. Moving on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Love that tangent. That was great. Love that. Yeah, it was, it was good. I, I think it was an enjoyable discourse, hopefully. Um, Truly. So Val approaches and, of course, is giving our peeps the hard time and 
He takes mm-hmm. Peter's shoes and throws them over a telephone pole. The aim um, on his throw, though. Yeah. I know I would have missed that I know. shit. <laughs> oh, 100%. He yeah. nailed it, though. He really did. Yes. Like, damn. Pretty boy Val nailed it. Um, he did. So... Peter's oh. like, oh my God, like, what are we going to wear all day at school? But oh. Gabriella, who was planning to change after coming to school in the dress and like nice shoes, mm-hmm. she gives Peter her shoes. And this is really a beautiful moment where you can really see how much the soul skaters care about each other yeah. um, and it's how she's willing love. to sacrifice her own comfort. It yeah. is all love. Yeah, I love it. Um, so then we see them in class, the soul skaters, and they're worried about Val bothering them for the rest of the year because they've gone off. They started off on a bad foot, basically, and the year's just started. Oh, I want to bring... say, though, the oh, teacher in this class is the dad from Even Stevens. Yes, he is. You're is right. so wild. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. he's also yeah. the most, I mean, I'm sure he's supposed to be a boring teacher. That was the whole thing because all the students look yeah. like they're about to fall asleep. But in the five to seven seconds that he was on screen, I was glazing over. He really, he yeah. nailed it. He, he knocked it out of the park I know. with that. So. He really did. And he also was the dad in the movie, in the movie of Under Wraps 97, who like gets his head pushed towards the knives and the garbage disposal. Oh my God. Yeah. In the movie. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Oh, what a king. Oh my so, goodness. I, I know. That. He okay. earned that dad role. He, he needed to be a, re- a series yeah. regular. He's just a Disney dad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he really is a Disney daddy. Um, okay. So they're in class and Brink's like, don't worry about that. I have a plan mm-hmm. to get back at Val. And the plan is to put worms on this man's sandwich. Oh, disgusting. Yeah. So, so they pull the plan off. Gross. I know. They're able to get a bunch of worms on the sandwich. And we see Val take a big old bite and of freak worms. out when he realizes it's, it's worms. Um, yeah. Then a teacher who sees what's happening like is like, oh, my God, what's wrong? What's going on? And Val's like, oh, uh, for some reason he doesn't snitch. And I don't understand oh, why exactly. No, it's because they, because Val, so earlier Val was saying that like, um, don't be a wuss when I. Don't be a wuss. When, like, yeah. yeah, you know, when we try to like banter back and forth or whatever. And when he did yeah. bite in and was talking to the teacher, the friends held up signs I, like, yeah, don't signs. be a wuss. And so that's why he didn't yeah. say anything. Yeah. I know. I just don't. <laughs> I just don't. <laughs> think that would have actually motivated Val to not snitch (laughs) no he doesn't want to be a wuss like he's not gonna snitch snitching is like yeah the worst way to go out okay but is snitching not as bad as cheating like i don't know Val's like a fucking snake he is a villain i just feel like he would have snitched yeah he's a snake he's a villain and he's a cheater for sure but i feel like being a wuss and like telling you know quote unquote authorities about what's going on uh, it's like yeah, a yeah. different level a of like eh. yeah that's like yeah, yeah no yeah. one respects you that. if you do that you know but a cheater that's fair that's eh. fair yeah I, okay <laughs> i mean i would have personally been absolutely traumatized for the rest of my life if i bit into a sandwich and there were earthworms inside i think so i okay. absolutely would have said something to the teacher i don't give a fuck what they think about me <laughs> or would think about me for the future um, I need you guys to go down for this. I need your parents to know. I need everyone to know. I need it to be in the newspaper and I need everyone to know what I've <laughs> oh gone God. through. So, Dude, what? Uh, yeah, that, that oh my would... God. I gotta let my dogs out. Oh, okay, okay. Continue talking. I'll be right back. But yeah, I never would have gotten over that. Like, you bite into your sandwich. You're expecting some delicious ham, Swiss, some sauce, some lettuce, tomatoes, whatever. Yeah. And there's earthworms in there? Oh, babe. I'm, I'm never getting over that. 
I it, it's not I don't happening. know. I think I would have been okay. I think I would have been all right. Um, what? yeah, I think I would have been fine. Shocking. That's shocking. Oh, yeah, I don't wow. know. I yeah, I don't know. I guess. I, <laughs> I, I but like, I will say, he hates. I don't know his vitriol towards the soul skaters. I would just assume at any cost he'd want to like fuck with them. Uh, true. Just get them in trouble no matter what. Yeah. That's kind of his energy, honestly, but yeah, it is. I, mm. I think the okay, the reason I even brought it up is because I think it's all about Brink. Yeah, he doesn't want to see his boy go down his his you know the, not even that. he wants to keep like addiction. he wants to keep up this like mm-hmm. back, and back and forth. And if a teacher gets involved, yeah. it's complicated. It's you know, mm-hmm. but he wants to like let's keep it going. Because he escalates it. He's he like, does. Okay, fine, we're gonna have a race at the school. Right. Because his goal is to get closer to Brink. To Brink. 100%. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, because he doesn't, you know, wuss out, I guess, and <laughs> snitch to the teacher, <laughs> he is like, fine, let's deal with this in a race. And they decide to race around the school. Mm-hmm. And this is a point. Settle where, this. This is where one of the, the lines comes in. So when Val is talking about how they're about to race, he says, he and this is a quote, if you lose, oh it's like open season on your butts. <laughs> boom, bam, what? boom. Okay? Subliminal messaging to Brink. If you lose, bitch, I'm going to tear that ass up. And we all know what he's talking about. You know? Like, we all know. I didn't know what he was <laughs> What I didn't know what he was talking about. Mm, I do. I sure do. I know exactly oh what God. he was trying to say. He wants Brink's ass. Wow. That's. Wow. I mean, yeah. He said it, basically. Mm. He sure did. That was yeah. a direct quote. So, hey. <laughs> I love that. I'm excited for these to continue. <laughs> oh, my God. So, now that it's open seasons mm. on their butts, um, yeah. they, decide, they decide to do the skate off and... They yes. start with Gabriella for the soul skaters. And then this like blue eyed, blonde haired dude that doesn't really talk, but he's yeah. a part of X blades. And I love this because he's, she starts this race off by hitting on this guy. Yeah. I mean, right. So too. Cause he's a cutie. Yeah. He's cute. Yeah. And the way she does it is like, okay. Like she's right. got game. She's like, Oh, you're a quiet guy. I really like that. In yeah. a man. And he's all like, mm. yeah. He likes it, she too. Takes he off. likes yeah. it. Yeah, he was into yeah. it. <laughs> he he was, really he actually is it. quiet, though. I counted the words that he says in the movie. Yeah. He says five words throughout the entire movie. So yeah, he's, he's a quiet guy. Yeah, she nailed it. And hopefully but they yeah. end up We'll see. I know. I would love that for them. Maybe a cute Yeah, couple. so they're racing. And while Boomer, who's a member of Team X-Blades, and Brinker mm. racing, mm-hmm. Boomer ends up falling and getting hurt. And he's in a lot of pain. And Brink, being the great dude he is, stops to go check on Boomer while Val's like, tag me in, Boomer, tag me in. Right. And so he goes to win the race. And Boomer's like, Brink, I just don't get you, man. Like, you know, why are you helping me type of thing? And that's, yeah. And that's kind of like a recurring sentiment in this where people are like, wow, you're a normal, decent person. Like, what's up with that? What's going on? Right. (laughs) And yeah, I'm like, like uh, you're, you're nice. Okay, what's, up? what's going on? <laughs> this further like upholds my sentiment that humanity is fucked. 
I have no hope for humanity because God. when people are just literally the bare minimum of decency, I'm impressed. And that's sad to me. That's very sad. So I don't know. This I movie know. from 1998, it, it was already... It was already starting in high school for these kids, apparently, you know? Sure. In the world of Brink, but also, like, the movie Brink as a whole gives me hope for humanity because Brink's Brink exists. great. Yeah, Brink is great. Yeah. But he is one of few, yeah. as we see, you know? I, I don't know. Mean, everyone I, I know is skaters, awesome. The soul skaters in general. Honestly, me too. Everyone I know and hold dear to me and close to me, all awesome. All wonderful people that will yeah. hopefully be in my life for the rest of my living days. So... Yes, that's true. You can find them out there. But at the same time, that circle consists of maybe 15-ish people out of, I don't know how many hundreds I've met throughout my life. I don't know how many people I've come across or met. Yeah, but it's not like everyone you're not close with isn't a bad person. You just aren't necessarily close with them. No, I think most of them have been bad people. That is wild, a wild take. I, I completely disagree with that. And I, I think, I think it's, it's very popular right now. No, I mean, like, Silas is like you, my partner. He's very much, like, a pessimist when it comes to humanity. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I just, I'm not saying that you all are wrong, but I think having that outlook literally helps nothing. I it also think that. not does manifest more negative people to, I think into so. my life, to be honest. And I'm not saying you think this or he thinks <sighs> this, but I think it's very popular to think that people who are happy and have a more optimistic outlook on life or stupid oh yeah no i don't think that at all yeah no i, I know don't. you don't i know you don't but i'm yeah. saying i'm just i'm saying because we're on a podcast some so people, people are going to hear right this. yeah well, and, yeah mm-hmm. yeah and i'm like i'm a person who's very i think ulti- i think i'm a realist but i think i lean towards mm-hmm. optimism and i believe that people sure are ultimately do. good i think the shitty people are just louder a lot of the time mm, um that could be true and there's a lot of fucked up shit that happens in this life, but I like, I think I choose to live like a gratitude focused life, not just about myself, but about the world as a whole. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, I am, I, I can see that about you for sure. And you definitely live a very like optimistic, things are going to work out for me. I'm going to be protected kind of life. Like you don't really go into things with fear. You don't let fear really, you know, control you or anything like that. And that's one mm-hmm. of the things I really, really admire about you for sure, because hmm. that, thank you, you know, yeah, I mean, that rubs off on me as well. And I, 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 I also live a gratitude filled life. I mean, I journal, yes. I, gra- I journal about my gratitude pretty much every day or every other day, whatever. And then I, I kind of see all of the good points of all of the low things that have ever happened to me. Like I'm that kind of person. And I feel like we're similar Mm -hmm, in a way that we don't, we don't dwell in the hurt and the bad. We kind of like look for solutions and we just kind of try to stay optimistic and stay positive. But (laughs) given all of that, given all of that, it was a big, a big, (laughs) but, I feel it's open that season on butts, by it's the way. Open, open season open on butts. season on those butts. <laughs> as Val literally said to Brink. Okay. But I feel that even with that, it's like I feel like I'm having to rise above. Rise above the the normal kind of like stagnant state of most 
of humanity of being in this negative and resentful and vindictive toxic place because that's Mm. that's kind of what i have encountered sadly even though i am such a bright and cheery and positive and like you know happy person i'm always having a good time no matter what Mm -hmm. somehow i run into people who are not having a good time Maybe they don't know they're like not who? having a good time, but they really are not because they're just like little bitches inside. And like, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know why. Goddamn, little bitches. Um, I feel like this has to do with my hoe face, you know, when I was in Seattle oh, in the 2015 okay, okay, okay. To, to 2020 era. Well, we're talking I about s- mostly men and men are notoriously terrible. That's facts. That's facts. And you know what? I yeah. think that is impacting my viewpoint quite Especially a lot. Especially straight men. It, men, it was, yeah. yeah, mostly straight men that I dated during that time. Pretty much only straight men that I dated during that time. I didn't date a yeah. woman until, um, like, 20, I mean, 23. The women haven't been great either. <laughs> uh, honestly, it's <laughs> true. They have been better than men. Those have been actual relationships yes. versus, like, yes. the shit that I've yeah. dealt with with men. So, you know what? Yeah, maybe I'm, I'm just biased. I'm biased because my human experience largely surrounds straight men. Damn, you know, I'm I also think like, <laughs> I think age also is a part of it. Like, yeah, if I looked at all the men I dated or pucked in my 20s, mm-hmm. I probably would have very low faith in humanity too. <laughs> but I think that like straight, attractive, because I fuck attractive men. Mm-hmm. I don't want to brag. Absolutely. Anyway. Only the hottest. Um, <laughs> but straight, attractive, cisgendered men who are in their mm-hmm. 20s, like, they're gonna suck they're gonna yeah. suck I, I don't know what else to say like they're the world oh, is facts. literally their oyster it's made for them and yeah like facts. my partner is uh all those things he's in his 30s obviously we're older now but oh, yeah. um silas is an anomaly he's different he is mm. and i think his parents are exceptional people who raised him really well mm-hmm. shout out to my in-laws they're awesome i love them um, they do seem so but, sweet everything i've heard about them has been so oh great. i'm excited for you I can't to meet, wait to meet them, them. At the yeah yeah i need the wedding but, um, to happen like asap like i can't oh, wait girl don't no i'm so behind on planning I, I can't honestly i can't think about it shutting it off right now but then, oh, anyway okay we'll talk about that later yeah okay <laughs> yeah we'll talk about it later but um <laughs> that is all to say that overall i think people are great like i like being surrounded by like queer women of color or like yes queer non-men not even non-men queer people of color i guess is like my favorite Mm -hmm. type of person and Mm -hmm. even if you're like two of those three things like if you're a queer white man that's cool too but like i don't want to be friends with like a straight cisgendered white man because of all the things you're saying and they are out here Mm -hmm. in large groups i'm not gonna doubt that they are out they're out here out large they're out large in numbers and i'm like what why i don't want to encounter any more of y'all please please go to sleep hibernate or something take on some trait of another species to leave us alone i know but this is also like (sighs) this is my thing right like i I'm feeling pretty on the fence about having kids just for like mm. my personal wants about how I want to spend my time and energy. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But my concern is like the people like me, the people like you, the people like Billy, the people who I like really think are awesome and would raise awesome humans are mm. not having them. <laughs> Facts. I will not be having no children in this lifetime. Yeah. So, so I don't know. I'm, I'm a little scared for the future. 
Oof, honestly, same. because those men's Damn. those men's we're talking about. Oh, they, they're procreating. They're procreating. Oh, exactly, yeah. <laughs> exactly. That's true. They are getting people yeah. pregnant left and right. God damn. Ooh, they love it. They're having their their Kayleys, their you know those weird names, Bailey's. those Kaylee Bailey McKenna's Trailies. Oh my Trailies. Spelled L E I G H. Absolutely. And there's that one, uh, that meme for the Bachelor contestants or something, and they all kind of like looked similar, and someone's like. We welcome this season's contestant or these seasons like the seasons of the Bachelor uh, options, Brayden, Raiden, Caden, and Trayden, and I'm like, bitch, <laughs> the accuracy. But yeah, we were talking about the fact that like Brink is a decent person who stops to help Boomer, right. and everyone else is like, oh my god, he's oh my so god. weird. Like, what's mm-hmm. up with that? Um, but I do want to mention that I feel like Val is the only character in this film who seems to understand Brink. Yeah, he understands him to the core and takes advantage of it ultimately. But he does, he knows that, you know, Brink actually just deeply cares for other human experiences, which is so mm, romantic, interesty of him. So gay of him, I will say. (laughs) He also seems to understand that, like, there's a part of Brink who cares about money and cares about like and, recognition. Right. Like mm-hmm. and no one else no one else yeah. is aware of is that part of it. him. Mm-hmm. I don't know how um Val like catches on that Brink needs the money or cares about that. Maybe he can he can kind of derive that from his family situation. Or, like everyone I, I well, I don't know who knows about his dad's situation or what happens, but right. maybe, you know, it got around the school or I don't know. But He's he knows to appeal to that side of him because he is very cunning in the way that he's like team exploits is so great. They pay two hundred dollars a week. Right. So. <laughs> 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 I mean, he's so close to Brink's face when he says it, dude. Like, I'm just I think it's just a moment. All his lines to bring Brink. our close to Brink's right. face. It's centimeters away from his mouth. He just, he wants to kiss yeah. him. Yeah. He really does. Yeah. He really truly. does. But yeah. But yeah, there's something Valley, very intimate about his understanding of Brink and mm-hmm. his motives. Like. Truly. It's, I need like the writer or director of this movie to say like, yes, mm-hmm. you know, Disney wouldn't let me outright do a queer film about these two skater bros who mm-hmm. were in love. But like. Yes. That was the subtext I was trying to infuse into this, and I'm, I'm glad it came through to some. Yeah. Like, I need that. <laughs> Me too. I need to. Con- I need it confirmed. I need it. Because I know it in my yeah. heart. I just need. I need someone else who worked on the movie to to tell me. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. He knows so. exactly how to get him to do what he kind of wants him to do to get closer to him. So. Like he consistently manipulates my man throughout the film. He so. does. Anyway. Um. Mm. We then go to Brink being picked up by his dad because because Brink stopped to help Boomer or because Boomer got hurt. It's not clear. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Teachers do catch them and they all get suspended for the rest of the day. So Brink's dad picks him up and he's pissed. He's like, you know, this is a record. You've been in school for what, four hours and you're already suspended, blah, blah, blah. I'm like freaking out and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Um, he's not listening to Brink, which I don't like that. I think parents should listen to their kids. Right. That's just listen how I was saying. raised. Listen to the words, right? Yeah. Please. Yeah. And like, 
I'd rather have a kid who gets suspended and like stops to help someone in need. Right. Than someone who followed all the rules but ignored someone who like needed some help. So exactly. Even I don't if know. they were skating and it's against school rules to skate. Yeah. Like whatever, you know, they're kids, they're young. Okay, fine. But you got suspended because you got caught because you called the nurse to come help and the teacher saw and yeah. you helped this kid. Like, all right, there's a lesson to be learned here, but you ultimately did the right thing. So you right. know, can't be too mad. But yeah, his dad is not like, hearing him out at all. I wonder if I'm like too much a rebel to raise a kid. Because I'm like, if my kid got in trouble for skating around the school and then calling for a nurse when someone else got hurt, mm. I'd be like, that's fucking cool. Like, you're, yeah. I raised a cool kid. Like, right. a I'd nice like, kid, but damn. also you're cool. Like, yeah, like you're like cool as fuck. Like, okay, can you yes. skate later and tonight? Like, like, can we go skating? Like, what's going on? Uh, <laughs> My young offspring. An Ennis family outing where we all go skating together. Yeah. Um, but, but. Yeah. No, I feel like you would yeah, raise I like don't a know. really cool. Like, that's the thing. You would raise a cool kid. Like, that's a great Right, but like, great would they be able to get through school? Because I wouldn't discourage uh, them from doing like. Like, for me, I. One of my regrets is I wish I did more dumb shit when I was younger. Same. And so it, it feels contrary to me. To discourage my kid from doing the same. Like, I don't want them out here, like, fucking indiscriminately and, like, trying drugs. Right. But same. if they're, like, skating around the school, like, that's cool. <laughs> yeah, like, you're kind of harmless. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. no, I think you'd effortlessly anyway. pull that off. Yeah, I think they'd be fine. Yeah. Perfectly fine. Yeah, yeah, I hope so. But, you know, we'll see what we won't see. So, mm-hmm. later. True. We see Brink's dad and mom, and they're in the kitchen discussing their finances about how they have to pay the mortgage, and Katie needs braces, and blah 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 blah. Car needs and fixing. And they're under a oh, lot yeah, of the car breaks down car on their fixing. way from the school. Oh, yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. That's right. So they're under a lot of financial stress, which is, I think, in part while Brink's dad is so toxic throughout this movie for the most part. Yeah. Um, and then we do see Brink is overhearing this entire conversation, so he realizes his family needs money. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we cut to the next day where the soul skaters are hanging out, talking about how their respective families and parents reacted to the news of their suspension. And while they're doing that, Val approaches and tells them that Boomer uh, has been injured and that they're looking for mm-hmm. a replacement to be able to go to invitationals and the championship for Team X Blades. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's money. basically just. Yeah, he's being very braggadocious. He's like, oh, the money's so good and the attention and the fame and everyone loves us and da 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 Right. But then he's also like, none of you all are good enough to be on Team X-Blades. But like... The manipulation. During much of this... Yeah, during much of this, he's like really close to Brink. Yeah, literally like, in his face. In his face, mm-hmm. yeah. And it is... There's something going on there. Yeah, um, this is another line that I quoted line. because he's literally on, he's standing right next to Brink on the same step and mm-hmm. he looks him in the face and I'm talking like maybe an inch away from, like their lips are an inch away from each other. Val is uh-huh. really close to him and he's like, being known as the best and getting paid at the same time, what could be sweeter? And when he says sweeter, he like <laughs> moves, he like moves in a little bit and like gives him this look. He's like, what could be sweeter? And I'm like, dude, Bro. your line read is effortless. Your your line read is amazing. Like I, I love you as Val. Oh, I I I mean I embody Val honestly. Not like you the really, toxicity. You are. But 
I no, 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 no. But like, like hey. the pretty boy Floyd element yes. and the like, yes. I'm going to seduce you with my words. Right. I'm going to get you, you know, you know to want to kiss me because I, I also want to kiss you yeah. too. So let's do it. And he's literally yeah. trying the sexual tension in this moment Ooh. on the steps I amongst feel all of their friends. It. It's so thick, so vivid. What could be sweeter? What could mm. be sweeter? And I'm like, I am. As I was watching, I'm like, pause. Ooh. Gotta really type. I gotta. I'm like typing it out furiously. Like I must write this down because <laughs> he. What could be sweeter? Right. What could be sweeter? What better than this? Guys being dudes. <laughs> guys being dudes oh my god oh my goodness but yeah that was very he was laying it on very thick and um, he really was and like his yeah. he is giving ring eyes like eyes yes eyes oh very, my god so close like i've never spoken so to someone close. that close in the face unless we were no. literally in the middle of making out and we stopped to say something I or would... something like that feel That's, obligated to make out with someone if we were it, having a conversation that close literally like we must be about to kiss there's no other scenario yes. where i'm that close and talking to you like it's just not like possible. i think i could just not be attracted to someone but we're talking this close and now like i i'm going to feel the urge to kiss you because yeah, we, we are now this close to one another mm-hmm. the proximity alone it, it draws me in like we have to do it it's bringing in what could be sweeter you know what could be sweeter yes <laughs> oh Val was really trying to pull my man in. He, he really was. Uh, mm. He really is like, mm-hmm. oh my god. But yeah. So mm. he's going on about how great it is. What could be sweeter? Mm-hmm. And he's also like, but none of y'all are good enough. So like, bye. Right. And mm-hmm. he walks away. And as he's walking away, Val and his goons are like, clearly like, oh yeah, I bet he'll show up. Right. So like, that's what I'm saying. Like Val has this lock on yeah. Brink's intention because we see Brink and he's clearly interested in the money. Yeah. He was very like dissociated in during that conversation because Val, yeah. like his friends were like, oh, we would never join X-Plays because we're soul skaters. Right, Brink? And right. he's like, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Totally, sure. And totally, they're just like, yeah. oh, what, the, what the fuck? But obviously yeah. he's thinking about his family's money troubles and Val was saying they make $200 a week. And he's like, mm, Oof. This, this is it. I mean, that sounds this good to good me. Money. Right. That, that's good money I take to it me. Shit. To do what I love? Are you kidding To do me? what I love. Right. Look, look and on. make that moolah as a teenager? Bitch, I would sell Ooh. my soul. I'm gone. I'm out. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> like, sign me up. Sign me up right now. I, I do think you might have to sell your soul because Jimmy, the leader of the X-Blades, <laughs> or the adult leader, is uh, definitely Satan. Something's wrong with that man. <laughs> Um, <laughs> he also looks like Satan very much. He's always wearing like he a black suit. Serving or like... Satan, yeah, he's serving Satan, a hundred percent. Oh God, I love um, you so Okay, much. so <laughs> clearly his intention is to get Brink to audition. I mean, mm-hmm. or not? I always use acting or like theater terms because that's my background. But uh, tryout—that's that's, that's to, the word right, that they use. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, and arguably it's because Brink is a very talented skater, but we all know it's because Val wants to puck. Val loves um, yeah. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. this movie is very, to me, Gen X in terms of its vibe, where, like, if you do anything you like for money, you're mm. a sellout. You're a sellout. And sellouts are, like, yep. the like, ship beneath my shoe. No. you got to be broke and struggling when you do what you love, yes. babe. That's the only way. Exactly. If you're not struggling, you're not loving it. Yeah, you're That's not loving just- it. Mm-hmm. them's the breaks sorry Ridiculous. um problematic i hate it like yeah. <laughs> if i could get paid to watch netflix 
oh, I'm I'm on that first that first application, babe. If that's a job, I, I'm there, one hundred percent. You want to pay me to drink wine? Oh my god, <laughs> I will. And be you know, like by the bottles, I'm ready. Yeah. Yeah, like, I mean, like, you, me, and Crystal, you know, like, we're just soul podcasters. We mm. podcast for our souls. Just like, we would fun. never like, take money just, to podcast because, like, no. that's gross. The and moment we start getting no, sponsorships Pay me. or, or Pay anything, me. <laughs> we're, we're done. We, we can't do it anymore. We're out. Oh, my God. Just kidding. That's not happening, guys. Oh, my God. Just, just yeah, like, know. please give we, us money. Give yeah. us money. Cut the check. We'll do it more. Yes. <laughs> give us money. <laughs> Oh my God, oh, Jesus! Ridiculous. Ridiculous. So <laughs> that's the way it is. Um, yeah. And Brink, of course, then goes to the X Blades tryout. Just as the X Blades team and Val, they're mm-hmm. giving up. They're trying to decide between other people because they're like, "Oh, I guess Brink didn't show, but here he is." Yep. Um, to go to the tryouts, Brink lies to his friends uh, and saying he has to go do something with his family. So that's yeah. shitty, but. That's what he does. Um, and his friends are upset about this because they are preparing for invitationals. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're coming up and they need to practice. And it's established throughout the film that basically invitationals are a step to the championship. Not yeah. in the way that you have to do invitationals to get to the championship, which would make sense. No. Right. That's what I thought it's just initially. Like, but yeah, it's just like a... Yeah, kind of, that would make sense. It's just like It's a, like if you do well. If you do well the invitationals. Their, yeah. People have their eye on you. You most likely will do well at the championship. Yeah. yeah it's just it's not a that kind of bizarre, it, yeah. convenient role building. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway, they need him to practice, but he's like, I got to help my fam. He's going to tryouts. And so he goes to tryouts and they offer him the job because Brink is awesome at skating and he's got soul, man. But True. one of the conditions of his being hiring is that he can no longer give, Zal- give Val shit. Right, exactly. And he yeah. also can't compete yeah. as he can't compete in anything other than the X-Blades uniform. So that right. is another That's stipulation true. that I was like, my boy, how how are you going to get through that? I, I don't know. But, you know, yeah. Well, we see. Um, yeah. But, yeah. you know, while he's yeah. agreeing and getting hired, we see Jimmy the Scammer come out and... <laughs> He's like, hey, man, like, da, 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 da. like I'm Jimmy. Look at all my stuff. I'm amazing. Like, I'm great at this guy. It's like, and I'm he so just talented, like, baby. We got this rolling. Yeah. Like, I brought in $10 million last year in merchandise. Da, 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 da. And I'm like, bro. Like, you want to be a part of this, man? Like, I'm like, awesome. Like, why are you talking so fast? Like, chill out. I know. Like, that man is on so much cocaine. <laughs> he is. on so much coke. Hoped out of his mind. Oh, my God. So much cocaine. He is. Yeah, he's like, like he two seconds Satan. away from a heart attack. He literally is giving Satan. Yeah, yeah Satan on coke. <laughs> um, so oh he signs with, with Team X-Blaze. Mm-hmm. And when he gets home, little sister Katie is all up in his business because she notices that he's coming right. home with more stuff than he left with. Yeah. And he's being very cagey about it because he doesn't want anyone to know that he's on Team X-Blades. Mm-hmm. Um, not yet, at least. Not a soul. He gets home and he goes to his room and he's like actually really excited about all the gear because it's new and yeah, nice. And he hasn't good. had new nice gear. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he's like stoked, but he's also like, I got to hide this. So like. Yeah, no one can find like out. Hamper, yeah. Yeah, so he does that. Mm-hmm. And then at dinner, um, he tells his parents, like, you know, I think it's time for me to get a job since dad's not working. Uh, I got this offer for Team X-Blades to skate with them for money. Mm-hmm. Um, and his dad is, like, 
absolutely, absolutely not. not. You got no suspended way. for skating. Mm-hmm. And I hate this. Same. I'm like, bro, he told I you that, like, it. he can do what he already does all the time and loves to do and make $200 and a week. And get paid? Oh, my God. What's the problem? Like, why are you so opposed? And I, I like, during this whole conversation, I'm just like, bro, I, like, this is, I feel like this is the dream. This is, this is it. If your it kid really is. literally wants to start being more responsible, helping her out around the house while right. doing what they're already doing and what they love to do and talk about all the time where is the lose like what what's the problem i know like, it's a win-win i know i, 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 I agree i think like more often we need to like let people lean into what they love doing yeah. i think there's like this mindset where it's like challenge yourself in new ways which like yes mm. and if i'm really good at this and i love doing this and i can get paid to do this why uh, what's the problem yeah what's the barrier <laughs> like let's just do it yeah, and I appreciate that, like, Katie, his little sister, and the mom are both like, w- like, why-, why would you let Brink yeah. do this? And his mm-hmm. response is what we just said. You know, you got suspended for doing this, and we can't encourage that kind of behavior. I'm like, bro, you're going <sighs> off of, like, a high school rule book? Like, that's not indicative of what yeah. life should be like. Like, uh, okay. Also, in a ridiculous way, it's like, if he was, th- like, if he was ditching school and like skipping classes to go skate Mm -hmm. that is one thing i would have a problem with that you know but the fact that he was like in school attending classes and he happened to be skating during like a opportune time i guess it was like after like literally after school or something or like during lunch yeah like i could i could let that go yeah same it's like whatever and also i think it's like a good way to funnel his skating energy like don't do it at school right do it after school and get paid to do it sponsor literally yeah yeah Mm. But Ridiculous. his, his so anyway. dad is a little toxic up until the, you know, a certain uh, point. Oh, my so. God. He yeah. really is. He really is. And the mom is too hot for him. I'm just going to say that. Oh, my God. Um, I thought the same thing. I'm like. The mom is hot. The oh, mom is she's hot. she's serving. Yes. Like, yeah. I would love for her to be my wife. Like, damn. And she's so supportive. Yes, I would like, marry that lady. Tender. Yeah. And she just, you know, was like so loving. And I'm like. Oh, my God. Oh, God. Where, where can We'd we have a wonderful her? life together. I know. A, I know. Yes. He doesn't deserve her. Yeah. No, not even a little bit. But mm. anyway, the mm. next day at school, we see them and the soul skaters are trying to cook in, I guess, home ec. And Val comes in and oh, makes yeah. some comments or jokes or some bullshit. And the friends are going in and Brink, who is now under the agreement that he cannot disparage right. Val in public and must mm. defend him. Uh, when Val says like, oh, Brink, do you think, do you think I I'm suck? Do you, think yeah. I, do you think I'm a jerk or whatever it is? Mm-hmm. And... Frank has to say, like, no, I don't think you're a jerk. And his friends are like, what the fuck? Yeah, what the Their faces on? are like, what? what? But they don't say anything, which I'd be yeah. like, girl, like, what? Excuse me? <laughs> Hello? What's going on with you, bro? Like, What's happening? Are you are you conscious in there? Is anyone home? Lights are on. I can see yeah, that. Like, but are like, you all right? Uh, yeah. You know that was Val, right? Right. Val, who we hate? They literally didn't say a word. And again, no, there's another interaction where Val is an inch away from Brink's face. He yes. walks like, up to him purposefully and gets yeah. in his face to ask him. Yes. He loves it. And do like, you think I'm a jerk? <sighs> uh, I think we see in these situations, like Val has, he likes a power dynamic, right? Like he wants oh, yeah. to, he, he wants you power. to submit to him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He does. And I can relate. Sometimes I want people to submit to me. Honestly, same. I but sometimes like, I, I like that. sometimes I want to be dominated. So same. 
I need to take Just charge from time to time. Yeah. 100%. Right. But sometimes tell me what's up. Tell, put me in my place. Yes. I need you to keep me in check because I am very headstrong. Yes. I am that bitch. So mm-hmm. exactly. you got to keep me down to earth. I mean, gravity yeah. does it most of the time, but I do need a little bit more <laughs> something, you know? Yeah. And Val is that. absolutely getting off on this power trip. Like he Ooh, is he loves it. loving it. Yeah, he is. Oh my God. Man. So, it's like it's a little disturbing, but you know, yeah, it's giving like Umbridge from Harry Potter power bath. Oh, power gasm, power gasm, that's the word. Yeah, we should do the Harry Potter movies too. Oh my god, I was actually thinking Twilight would be really fun to do, like a Twilight drinking game, like maybe a watch along. George, that would be really cool. George. Oh, I'm the George. We might have already talked about this. I think we might have even I th- already even said this on yeah, a different I, episode. Yeah, I remember this. It's coming back to me. Yeah. Yeah, but then we can um, add Harry Potter to the list. Yeah, we should add it. Um, yeah, we should add a Harry Potter for sure. Amazing. Okay, so then at home, Brink's dad tells him he got um he got Brink a job at the dog grooming salon, Pup and mm-hmm. Suds. <laughs> so Brink is stressed. Um, he has he now has two jobs, school crazy. and practice with the Soul Skaters. Yeah, and. We see him go through a day and he's pretty burnt out and exhausted. Mm-hmm. So we get to the day of invitationals and Peter comes over and Brink is pretending he's hella sick and cannot skate. And he begs Peter like, you know what? I can't go so we can't compete. But also just don't even yeah, go. Just don't even like, go. Yeah. Just, don't waste your energy. Like go practice for the championship. Don't mm-hmm. waste your time at the invitationals. Right. And Peter is such, such a bro. He's so like, such a friend. Yeah. He he believes in Brink so much that he doesn't even question this weird ass behavior. He really doesn't. He's just like He doesn't. You know, okay, man, you know, you're our leader, you're you're the captain of our team. He's like, like right. Yeah, whatever you say, man, you're mm-hmm. the leader, you're in charge. And I was like, damn, I need my friends to put some respect on my name like that. Like, <laughs> sure, Bethany, whatever you say, you're what, in charge. Like whatever you say. Cool. You're the queen, girl. <laughs> That's it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> whatever you say, baby. I'll do it. Oh my goodness. Um <laughs> So Brink's got that shit on lock. Peter's down to whatever Brink says. And and throughout this, like as Brink has been balancing Team X Blades and soul skating, Mm -hmm. we have seen Gabriella especially kind of like being, her face is like, this is weird. Something's going on. She's very skeptical of what he's, like his behavior and like what's happening. Mm -hmm. Exactly. She hasn't said anything, but she's definitely the one who's most like with it. Yeah. So we see Brink arrive at Invitational's. And he shows up in his X-Blades uniform and he's wearing sunglasses. <laughs> and Val asks him, what's up with the shades? Yeah. And I'm like, bro, you all live in Southern California like, and it's sunny sunglasses. as hell out today. Yeah, like it's fine. I would be wearing sunglasses. <laughs> like why are you thing, wearing like, shades? Right? You? Like you're weird for not wearing them. And like Brink is like, what is he? Oh, it's a look. It's a look. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with having a look. I'm like, bro, you don't, you don't like, need to that's explain That's not the yourself. answer. The sun yeah. is bearing down on your retinas. Like, yeah, put some sunglasses on. Oh, my goodness. Uh, I love it. Um, okay, so the Soul Skaters then decide that they want to check out the Invitationals anyway. Gabriella convinces them. And they go there, and they're there just in time to discover that the new X-Blades member is Brink. Yes. Of course, we already knew this. Mm-hmm. I so will say, they come over. Oh, this go is ahead. another um, right before they come over. This is oh well, right before Brink goes on or does his run. This is a, another Val quote. Um, 
at the Invitational, he says, very close to Brink's face once again, <laughs> I want real big and I want it right now. Yeah. You got that? <laughs> and he says Damn, it so aggressively. That. Yeah. And Brink is like, real yeah, big. I got it. Damn. And like, you know, you can say what you want yeah. about what he might have meant by that, but we all know uh, what he meant. We know. He we know wants he real big. And he wants it right now. This, right. I mean, this instant. again, relatable. Sometimes I want real big and I want it right mm, now. You but... need, yeah, you need it right now in the moment. Yeah. Mm. So I've been there. Val is, he's laying down these little, they're small bricks. Oh. They're very small, but they're, they're bricks, you know. Or they are they are... brinks? <laughs> Oh god that was so stupid <laughs> oh my god <laughs> oh goodness they're brinks oh, he's laying down they're... he's laying down brinks <laughs> oh jesus he really is he's he's letting him know uh, what he wants and when yeah, he wants it oh. big brinks yeah he wants it real big <laughs> Big breaks. That's oh fucking god. That fucking that sent me. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> so the soul skaters go up to Brink and Gabriella pushes the shit out of him and is like, "I fucking yeah. knew it. I right. knew it." Yeah. Yeah. And we're like, you know, I believe it because you look like you knew a girl. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that face, the faces you were making all throughout this whole weird behavior. Yeah. You're like, that's oh, us, bitch. What's that? Yeah, and that's why she insisted on going to invitationals. I think yeah. subconsciously, at least. Mm-hmm. Um. So they're done. They're like, fuck off, Brink. Like, we're not friends anymore. And yeah, Brink's upset. And we then cut to the soul skaters hanging out. And they're trying to discuss how they can still do invitationals without Mm -hmm. Brink. Mm -hmm. And as they're discussing their options, Brink comes up and he's like, I'm so sorry. I quit Team X-Blades. I needed money. Um, I want to be back with you guys. And they're just like, nah. They The second he sits down, they get up to leave. Yeah. Yeah. and as they do that, Val then approaches and asks uh, Brink to come back to Team X-Blades. And he has, I think, a valid argument in saying that, like, you know what? You bailed on me and the Soul Skaters. But the difference is, I still want to be I your friend. I still want to be your friend. Right. I'm like, first of and all, like, y'all were never friends. Are you guys friends? Yeah, like, no. <laughs> like, like, y'all are friends. not friends. <laughs> Maybe you were in your fantasy world that you dream about before you go to bed, babe. Yeah, like... Friends, Friend, quote unquote. Yeah, <laughs> but in reality, no, babe, you're not. No. Not at all. Yeah, it's kind of like awkward. Like mm-hmm. someone says that you're like, uh, you're thinking, you're like, oh, but are we friends? Yeah. I don't know. Were we ever? I'm not gonna say it. Yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay. Mm-hmm. So Brink is no longer friends with the soul skaters at this time yeah. and he is back with team x blaze and he's like super depressed and earlier in the movie we see his dad saying in the first scene like oh my god he's so happy it's not natural for a kid to be this happy oh yeah and now we see the inverse where he's like it's not normal to be this depressed because right. Brink is super depressed mm-hmm. um and katie the little sister calls him a moody little sack of hormones, hormones. yeah yeah, and I thought it was really weird because there's no, I mean, aside from the uh, very subliminal plot of Brink and Val, yeah. there's no surface level romance. Like, 
He's not a hormonal character. Right. He's not one of those horny teenage boys who's just like girl crazy and doing all these things. I guess up until this specific incident, he's always been cheery and positive and happy and just like, you know, having fun. So it was a weird comment. I'm like, he's a teenager. Sure. And teenagers can be hormonal, but Brink, by all means seems to have been consistently a you know a pretty chill teenage guy who just happy likes to dude. skate yeah so yeah i just didn't fit but you know she said it um, yeah it was weird and both of her parents were like yeah. katie oh. yeah like, it's oh. like something she heard on tv or in a movie right. probably like someone else heard in a tv show or movie mm-hmm. and repeat it to you know and the, yeah in this context she's like i'm so smart yeah. you say this right now then his dad does go outside to talk to Brink and he mm-hmm. lets him know that, you know, I'm always here for you because Brink's not really in the mood to talk right now. Um, the dad wants him to know, like, I'm still your dad and I love you and you can tell me anything. Which, yeah. I mean, up to this point, I'm like, can he? Right. Like, you haven't been the most receptive father, but exactly. okay. Exactly. Like, we haven't felt that. You haven't been listening to him up until now. So, like, why would we be talking to you? But I feel yeah, like this exactly. this is where it started to turn around and, you know, he opened yes. the door and finally he's he's starting to understand his teenage son, I guess. Hopefully. Yes. Yeah, exactly. He's laying the ground, laying, laying the foundation. Yeah. Um, so both the Soul Skaters and the Team X-Blades are going to this um, area to check out the downhill course, oh, which right. will be part of the championship. Um, and they both want to get like an edge on it. Mm-hmm. And see exactly what it'll, what it'll entail. But of course, because they're both there, an altercation ensues. And they're like, okay, another skate-off, guys. Another race. Let's yeah. do this. So for the soul skaters, Gabriella, our fearless mama, she volunteers and decides to do it for the soul skaters. And Val makes Brink do it. Okay. Yeah. This is the one moment where I'm like, Brink, this is the one choice I don't fully understand. Because at yeah. this point, he has another part-time job. Yep. His friends hate him for being a part of X-Blades. His parents don't, don't want him want doing this. Be, like, yep. why is he still doing this? And I do yep. think he later explains it. But I think in this moment, we're confused as to why he's motivated by to do exactly. this. Exactly. In this moment, Especially I'm like... Especially against his friend. Yeah. It, when it comes down to you skating against Gabby downhill, when you know that, yeah, maybe she can handle it, probably. But you don't want to skate against your friends. Just work at Pup and Suds, my dude. Like you have a job, you have a job, just work yeah. there and then try to work on your friendship and say, fuck team exploits. Like, why are you yeah. still skating for them? I had the same thought. Exactly. Same thought. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. It just seems extra shitty. And like, of course, Val's like Mr. You know, power guy over right. here. So mm-hmm. it makes sense. He's pushing him, but I don't understand why Brink, Brink at this point isn't with- like, fuck you. Right. Yeah. Same. So. Um, they're doing it. They're racing. And of course we oh, have oof, wait. this. Val does oh, like, ahead. he says like a, a like racist comment to Gabby before they start. Oh, what when, does he say? Like she's, um, kind of like talking a little bit of shit to him. And then he was like, well, if you don't like it here, why don't you just go back to Mexico? And then she's like, what? Yeah, literally says, why How don't you I go back this? to Mexico? <laughs> yeah. Oh! And she hits him with, like, I'm from Peru, estupido. 
You know, like she hits him with the Spanish. Yeah. And, da, 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 and then. Which she has mentioned multiple times. Yeah. Which is very, times. you know, our girls from Peru. She's Peruvian. Yeah. I, like it's undoubted. Like that's just her heritage. And um, yeah, Val decides to get racist for some reason. Like, I, like he just. I mean, totally mm. on par with this character. Like, right. He makes sense. Head. And honestly, he's a I kind of appreciate that Disney included it because in 98, right. this would be totally something a little white boy. Oh my God. With too much privilege would say. So prevalent. 100%. 100%. It's very accurate. Very yeah. on brand. And this actually yeah. kind of added to my like immersing of the like in the movie like it added to how in it i was because i'm like fuck like this looks like a real in- like this is real like this is a real interaction yeah. right here damn and yeah. um yeah val's a little dickhead and it was gross but you know yeah gabby cleared him as she always does and always will so oh yeah she's so much better than he mm-hmm. is and i in an earlier episode we referenced like you know brink and val finding each other Oh, as adults yeah. and reconnecting yeah, re- but i'm yeah. like val i forgot how terrible val is so i have to retract that like ring is too good for val i mean this is high school i will say like it's high school he could grow. and i he could yeah, grow. yeah i feel like high school years are just like they are their own little captivated moment in time where you might be a shithead yeah. for whatever reason that's true but once you leave and you're out in the real world things can definitely take a whole 180 like you can you can completely transform so yeah if he came to brink and he was like listen i had a lot of you know internalized homophobia which really made me lash out Mm -hmm. at other people and now that i've accepted who i am and i'm proud of who i am yeah i'm a much kinder more loving person like Mm -hmm. i could get down with that for sure yeah but he would need to really like come correct oh for sure yeah because he he does some real like Fucked up shit in this movie. He sure does. He would need yeah. to come with the, like, a step away from groveling. Like, I'm so sorry. Oh. I've, I've learned my lessons. I'm not that person. Da, da, da. Like, a whole yeah. soliloquy on how you have gone to therapy and you've grown and, and you're a better person. Right. I need that from him. And then it would I, also I have to be, see. like, friends to lovers. Like, we couldn't just be, right. like, yeah. you know, if I'm Brink. You right. have to show me who you are first. Exactly. We're not going right into dinner date. You know, we need to start with. Right. Let's just, let's just hang out and see what's going on. Yeah. Like that's it. Yeah. Yeah. Same. Okay. I, like I, I dig it. So we then enter the infamous moment where Val shows that he is at least in this moment a true piece of shit, mm. and he throws gravel in the road for Gabriella to <sighs> slip on, which she does, God. and she tumbles and she gets all scraped up and hurt. Oh, um, God, this I remember scene. this being so much worse than it actually was. I don't know. As a kid, this <laughs> like too. was really upsetting. <laughs> oh my God, I had to say. I watched you guys as an so adult. I'm like, oh, she's fine. Yeah, she's fine. I'm like, oh, her arm's just a little scraped up, but she's okay. Yeah. Like, I, like as a youth, I thought I would like her arm oh was stripped of skin, of like, just like yes. completely yes. fucking shredded. Like she needs to major. Pieces surgery (laughs) she is not all right (laughs) oh same shit and in reality she's fine and like in a couple days she can skate again like i don't know why it was so big in my head (laughs) i mean i will say like i feel like this is the most 
gruesome injury we've seen in a Disney movie. I I can't recall yeah. any other situation where like I see someone get as hurt as Gabby does because even mm. though it is just cuts and scrapes and shit, like mostly all we see is like a maybe a little forehead cut and like a single trickle of blood or something, you know? This was like yeah, her whole fair. arm was bloody and scraped. Yeah, but... that's very true. We got to pay attention to, the, to like the sports movies that come up. Yeah, truly. Worse. We Yeah, we need to pay closer attention to see like if we see any more blood than we do here. Uh, but yeah, yeah, ultimately, like she's not banged up that bad. It's not as bad as like I thought in my younger years when I, <laughs> I was so traumatized by this scene. Because this is one of the scenes that was very vivid oh, yeah. in my mind. It's like, oh, yes. Yeah, Same. you know, she skates on the gravel and her arm basically almost falls off. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> Actually, it's it's fine. Like she's okay. <laughs> yeah. So that happens, and you know, of course, the the race is over. Yeah. And um, this is another moment where instead of finishing the race, Frank goes and checks on Gabriella, mm-hmm. and then we cut to the evening where Peter and Jordy are leaving Gabriella's home, where she is resting, and Brink's coming over to check on her, mm-hmm. and they have a conversation. And he pleads with her, like, please understand where I'm coming from. My family really mm-hmm. needed the money. And she, I think, problematically responds, we all need the money. Yeah. And then shames him for being a sellout, which is gross. Yeah. That is kind of, I like, thought the same. I was like, do yeah. you all need the money as much as he does? It? Like, I don't, I don't think. Maybe. So, maybe. But like, but just because we need the money the same amount doesn't make me upset that you decided to go make money to go make the money exactly like yeah you don't know his emotions towards his family situation and what the problem is he lied he lied to you all he hid his like you know what he was doing his in his intentions from you like that is my issue that's the problem but like going the fact that he needed money that's not or like even like val's a sociopath and you skated with him like that's weird right there's so many other angles here, yeah. but this is not it. Like, I can't fault you for trying to pay bills, you know? Like, for real. You gotta do what you gotta do. We gotta survive. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. So, um, we see Brink go back home and he has a real talk with his dad about skating. And we actually find mm-hmm. out that his dad likes skating. And he's the one who got Brink into it, but, you know, not with the intention of Brink making it his entire personality. Yeah. But we it's realize like that this was a connection. Little, yeah, they yeah. once shared. So, um, Brink then confesses to still, he lets him, his dad know that he actually did end up skating with Team X-Blades mm-hmm. against his dad's wishes and that he, this is important. He yeah. admits that I didn't just do it for the money. I wanted the intention and recognition yeah. that came with skating yeah. with Team X-Blades. He was like, I wanted my face and in the magazines. I wanted to be yes. known as a great skater. Like, yes. Okay. Well, damn. Now and I think this, this moment is, yes, mm-hmm. it's this underplayed. Concept. Yeah, it is. This one was it's underplayed. It's like a little mini line in this grander father-son moment. But I'm like, okay, right. this actually gives color to why he kept doing this shit. Like, you know? Yeah. I think this would have been a, I mean, this is a great movie. Mm. So mm. I'm going to say somewhat more interesting. If. Gabriella, who seems very intuitive, or one of the other characters, Peter, who like fucking right. loves Brinks. Yeah. Brinks dirty ass draws from last year. He loves Brinks. He is <laughs> yeah. his favorite person. <laughs> Truly. If they'd picked up on Oh, you did you skate it with Team X Blades? I always felt like a small part of you wanted 
recognition. Be, yeah. Want it. Mm-hmm. You know, popularity. Yeah. Because everyone knows he's and a I great And I bet that's skater. why you did it. Exactly. Yes, exactly. Yes. Everyone knows he's hella talented it, and very creative with his skating. And so it's like, yeah, you know, I always kind of felt you wanted to be recognized for that. Exactly. And that's maybe sense. why you like pushed us to get better in mm-hmm. part. Like there mm-hmm. could have been depth to it instead of it being like, wow, you need money. You need money. Your family's yeah. struggling. Yeah. Can't relate. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like come on. Let's... It's, it's, it's not cool. There's so, layers. There's anyway. layers. Yeah. Yeah. I thought that would have been a much more interesting story and like kind of like bring this more to the forefront because the conversation they have based on that is so deep and interesting. And as a kid, it didn't register for me at all. And like as an adult, because I feel I can relate to it a little bit more. Mm -hmm. It really hit for me where his dad talks about being able to relate to Brink's situation because he felt so much pride Mm -hmm. in his identity coming from his job title, which was, he was a construction Construction foreman. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And without that title, when he went on disability, he felt really lost. He didn't, he didn't know who he was, but then he like had to really face himself. And he came to the realization that construction foreman is what he did, not Mm -hmm. who he was or who he is. Yes. And it like, this also hit me because I feel like when you're in high school and you're that age, Everyone wants you to figure out what you want to do with your life. And that also like somehow needs to be who you are. Like you've got to figure out what you want to do. What are your passions? And then also make that your whole identity and then go to college for that and then get a job with that and then just work that for, I don't know, until you're 60 and then retire. Like that's the whole thing. And it was so refreshing for his dad to be like, what you do is not who you are. It's, it's just what you do. Yeah. And he said specifically, um, he said, you're defined by, what, what did he say? Like, you're defined by he your said, You're a good son. Yes. And you're a mm-hmm. good friend. Mm-hmm. Yes. Who happens to skate. Oh, he's, oh, Ooh. he said, you're defined by the company you keep and how well you mm-hmm. keep it. Oh, that's yes. a quote. I mean, yeah. And I'm this like, sounds like, this dad went oh. from like a zero to 60 for me. I'm like, right. Same to power. Like the mm-hmm. words you're saying are like, I'm getting emotional hearing this me as too. a 33 year old woman. Me Cause I, I needed to hear this today. Same. You know? Same. <laughs> and I, I literally have a note Ooh. that was like, that stuck with me. And I thought about like our little friend trio, you know, Yumi and Billy, We've been friends yes. for for so long, for so fucking long, like 15 yeah. million, half our years. lives. Yeah. yeah. And like the same goes for like my long distance friends as well. I've been friends with them for like six, seven plus years. And, you know, you I consider all the people that I hold close to me high quality people, the highest of quality. Yes. The highest caliber. Yes. And I've also kept that high caliber standard in my life for mm-hmm. as long as I have. And that makes a lot of sense for how mm-hmm. I define myself versus like my job or some mm-hmm. other thing that doesn't really speak to my character or who I am as an actual human being, you know? And like this right. is Yes, deep. and like also knowing mm-hmm. like, even though I'm a lazy girl, I, I like lazy girl hangs, you know, some oh, people yeah, are doing absolutely. the most. But like, I think I am... At my core, a good person who will choose to do the right thing over the wrong thing. Mm -hmm. And like that matters more than what I do, whether it's recreational or for work. Facts. 
Absolutely. And I, I, I just also feel like so much of my 20s was trying to disentangle, and I didn't know this at the time, but like retrospectively, mm. disentangle my identity from what I did for work, mm-hmm. from like my idea of success. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. And like since I've said fuck that, I really like I want to make a certain amount of money just so I can like live my lifestyle. Yeah, but like yeah. what I do, what my title is, I don't give a fuck about that. Right. Like I don't even tell people matter. what I do. Yeah. <laughs> because like it's so not who I am and how I personally identify that it it's irrelevant to me in terms of like Completely personal conversations. Mm-hmm. So But yeah, just thank you. 20s, like I wish I I Oh, I yes. look at this. I wish I'd taken that message just... in. Right. Same. Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I just like in my in my teens, it completely or my I was a kid. It was like eight when this came out. And I just like right. wish yeah, I absorbed this. I wish it had been more of a strong part oh, of the plot. Yeah. I think it's important and it's there. It's just mm-hmm. not like at the forefront. Truly. And it would have been so impactful to hear and to stick with me especially in this movie that I watched multiple times in my youth and held so close to me, yes, you know, like it would have resonated with me that you don't need to identify yourself with a job or with what you do. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That would have gone so far in, I think the rest of my years. Yeah. Right. Like we're also taught. And I think this is also like an interesting, like boomer versus like, Gen X or and beyond, like some millennial. I don't know mm-hmm. about Gen Z. I won't speak to them. But as a millennial with like late boomer parents, mm-hmm. they were raised very much like you, exactly what you described. You go to college, you get a job, you do that right. job until you retire. And yep. that's the way it is. So like deviating from that very typical lifestyle, I think is sometimes hard for our parents to like understand yeah. or respect. Mm-hmm. And I think that as someone who like has kind of followed those steps to an extent. Like I, yeah, you're a college you know, graduate. getting married. I, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. College graduate, getting married, have a house, marrying a, yeah. a, cis, a cis man. Right. Like mm-hmm. very stereotypical in, in fact, but like now I'm at a point where I'm like, do I want kids? And I'm very mm. scared to talk to my mom about that because like, yeah, I don't know. I just feel like so much of how she sees me and how she will believe the world sees me is based on, me checking these boxes right checking off these milestones that kind of denote that you are an upstanding and considerable member of society and da, 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 da. exactly but it's like eh, why do we care what other people think i know and it's and the thing is like i think i've gotten further than most where like i really don't care what anyone except right. my mom and like her yeah, mm-hmm. do you, and i i have always really respected you because i feel like you've been more comfortable with like stepping out of your parents expectations in a way that yeah. i feel like i don't feel comfortable doing it i wonder if for me in part it's because i'm an only child so there's no one right. else to put those like hopes and dreams on i think there is more pressure on you for sure like me yeah. personally I, when I dropped out of college, I mean, Bradley and Franklin were still in grade school. There was, I think they were in high school, maybe. I'm not sure. But I certainly was the pioneer of that track in our family because my parents are very big on education and doing, doing all those things that you mentioned Mama Robin wants you to do. And I dropped out of college and started working, moved out of the house, uh, came out as, you know, bisexual or that I was dating a woman early on. And then um, I just kind of like stuck to, luckily 
in my younger years, I did find a career in tech without a college degree. And I was doing well for myself, you know, up until I got recently laid off. Mm -hmm. Like, that's just kind of like whatever for this year. But um, but that's temporary. Yeah. Yeah. It's very a temporary thing. But I feel like because I do have younger brothers that could potentially do what my parents wanted to do. Like Franklin, he graduated from college. He's the one who has Mm -hmm. kind of fulfilled um that accomplishment you know he really he earned that and my parents are very proud of him for that but i feel like me i can kind of say that my parents are satisfied now they have a they have a kid who graduated mm-hmm. from college mm-hmm. so the pressure is right. kind of off of me and right. maybe if i don't want to have kids maybe brian franklin might have kids and right. i don't really have to you know put so much on me um, mm-hmm. as, uh, as well as Bradley and Franklin carrying on, you know, my dad's last name, if that's what their wives or spouses choose to hold as well, or what have you would name their kids. Like mm-hmm. I can see the only child pressure because it all, it yeah. all falls on you. It's all you. So yeah. and only grandchild, yeah. like, right. It's just, you're, it's yeah. lonely. It's lonely. <laughs> but yeah, I sometimes think like, who would I be if I was, the exact same, except I had a sibling. Mm-hmm. You right. know, like someone else to just kind of fall I, back on for the family expectations. <laughs> exactly. And I'm like, I don't know that I'd consider having kids. And I, a part of me is like, I do think I want kids, but at the same time, I'm like, but would you if you could have nieces and nephews? Right. I don't know. Exactly. I don't and know. I know so, I will. Like, if you have kids, I mean, right. I, my cousin Ebony, she already has a kid. Like, that's oh, basically yeah. my nephew. And I'm kind of like, I I don't need to have kids. I'll go visit my friends' babies and have fun, right. and then I'm gonna go home to my peaceful no kid life Ooh. and and have fun, you know. So you know, and I I yeah. love my no kid life. I I love right. my life. That's the yeah. thing. Like I in I've loved my life in the past and been happy with changes, like mm-hmm. being single and going out a lot. I'm happy like being settled and having right. a home and a partner. Yeah. So it's like that's possible that I'd be happier with the with transition ch- of having kids, but kid, yeah. I don't know. I, I don't know. <laughs> and it's like one of those changes where you, you can't undo it. There's no going back. Right. You know? Exactly. It's a big exactly. one. Yeah. Yeah. It's the biggest one, right? Like it's the big, yeah. Obviously I'm in deep, but if one. I like decide it, like Silas, this ain't working. I could right. leave and like mm-hmm. get rid of this house. And like, it would be a real pain to be hard to be terrible, but it's possible. You could do it. You cannot get, get rid of it. children. There's That's, nothing you can do. Yeah. If you get rid of children, you're a bad person. Like, yeah. there's no, there's no out. Like, we would so. not be friends if you did. I would be like, oh, God, yeah. who, who's this person? I'm sorry. No. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So it's just like, it's a whole, it's a whole thing. Yeah. I don't even know how we got started here. I don't know how we got here, but here we are. Um, I'm not sure. Either. Oh, we were talking Brink's about dad, Brink's their conversation. Dad, yeah. Mm-hmm. Expectations. The expectations, yeah. Of like and wanting to yeah. be be your career basically but it's not you yeah 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 we brought it all the way I don't back know, this podcast is like is like therapy um yeah this episode i think it's because this movie is so deep and so like <sighs> so great to be honest like this movie is yeah. just so excellent um yes this episode has a lot of tangents and it's yeah it's a long one but it's uh, there's a lot of great. depth here yeah it's yeah hella depth. i agree yeah yeah i i agree so um Anyway, back to the conversation. He reminds Brink, uh, I already said this, but that he's a good son and he's a good friend. Uh, That's who he is. And what he does is happen to skate. And that's so beautiful. And I love it. Um, His dad then asks him about the championship and says that if 
Ring yeah. does decide to, you know, find a way to join that, mm-hmm. he wants to come and support him. Yeah. So Brink goes to confront Team X-Blades, but before he arrives, we see the team and some girls getting pizza. And <laughs> there's a moment where they're, like, trying to hand out the milkshakes to the right people. And mm-hmm. I guess Val gets handed a strawberry milkshake, to which he says, don't give me strawberry. Do I look like I'm wearing a dress? Oh my God. <laughs> Guys, um, anyone listening, any any straight males who can relate to this, um, is it feminine to like the taste of strawberries? Is that, is that I a mean, thing? is it because they're pink? Like, right. Like if what, you drink something pink, ooh, you... You're feminine? Like you're, I, you're wearing a dress? <laughs> like you like to cross dress? I'm not sure what Val's Like I don't is, but... think food is... Gender? That's a hot take, but I'm going to say that. I didn't think so either. Val seems to think so. Yeah. So anyway, (laughs) toxic masculinity once again. Um, Absolutely. This only leans into my internalized homophobia theory. Anyway. Mm Mm-hmm. 100%. uh, Brink shows up and he dramatically takes his X-Blade blades and he throws them on the pizza. They're all about to eat and tells them he quits. He's fucking done with this bullshit. And Mm -hmm. then he takes the milkshake and he throws it in Val's face. Yes. But don't worry. It's chocolate, not strawberry. Right, it's not strawberry. So there's no pink on His masculinity yeah. remains intact. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So then Brink tells Val that he's just no fun to skate with. And Boomer is like, yeah, fuck you, Val. Yeah. And he stands up with Brink and they leave together. Yes. Wait, I want, this is another line um, from Val. Oh, God. <laughs> and, okay, um, here we go. Because they're talking about going to the, the championship yeah. after after Brink throws the, the shake and Val, mm-hmm. once again, very close to Brink's face, I must say, says, oh, we'll get it on for sure. Direct Whoa, quote. What? Direct quote. He says, Whoa. oh, we'll get it on for sure. Y'all, tell me that is not subliminal sexual messaging to Brink. Like, he wants to sleep with him. He wants to fuck him. That's it. Boom, bam, boom. It's fa- it's canon, honestly. Like, it, there's no way around it. There's no yeah. way around it. Ugh, it goes deep. Fuck. It goes deep. Mm. And me, you undeniable. know what? I'm here for it. Same. I'm, I I am also here for it. I want them to lay this foundation and then reconnect, like we said. Absolutely. Yes. So, we then cut to the soul skaters at the skate park, and they're trying to prepare for the championship, and they're not in great shape. Like, yeah. this entire movie, we've seen Peter trying to hit this 540 trick. And right. he's not able to do it. Mm-hmm. Overall, they're just not doing what they need to do. And Gabriella can't even practice because of her accident until yeah, her this injury. weekend. So mm-hmm. she can't really perform until the um, championships themselves. So we have a funny moment where Jordy's like, why are we even doing this? And Peter, in a extremely exasperated way, says, because it's fun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because it's fun. And I need you to have I thought fun. That was just like Shut up and have fun. A great... <laughs> line delivery. Yeah. <laughs> Are we having fun? Um yeah. so then Peter skates and his blades break and that really just mm. punctuates how fuck they are. Like there's yeah. just they're not in good shape. And of course at this moment, Garden Angel Brink approaches and yeah. he's like, Hey, I've been thinking about what might help you all and you all should take on a sponsor. Uh I've asked Puppin Says, which is the dog grooming. Yes. shop that he works for to sponsor um, yeah. the soul skaters and he 
gives them new skates. He gives them sponsored t-shirts saying he wishes them well. Mm -hmm. And we actually find out that, okay, this is wild. Brink is actually the one sponsoring them. Because the sponsorship is coming from his paycheck. Yeah. He got a four month advance on his pay to pay for Which the, I'm like, uh, does what? your family not need the money anymore? I mean, like, uh, right. this whole thing started because your family needed money. And now you're like, I'm going to pay you all to skate. <laughs> That's my same thought. And not only that, but I'm going to get a four month advance. Wild for an employer to provide, honestly. Like, that's so generous. Like, oh, my God. Wild. I cannot imagine getting Uh, that. I would love to get it. Oh, same. I would love that. But, like, holy shit. And then to spend that on skates Uh and T-shirts and helmets when you started this whole treacherous journey because your family was financially struggling. Wild. And also, like, your dad was not okay with you getting paid to skate, but you paying? You're paying. Other people to skate? (laughs) Amazing. You did it. <laughs> oh my God. The way we've literally Q-Q. just flipped the entire coin on, on this, several different axes. Makes... It's like, what? what no sense. Not, not an ounce. Not an ounce of sense. <laughs> I don't oh understand. my goodness. Oh my goodness. Anyway. Um, yeah. <laughs> so the soul skaters see that he's like gone above and beyond for them. And they're like, Hey, you know, like come mm-hmm. join us again. We can do this championship together. So they decide they should do that. So they get to the championship. And of course, like there's a bunch of different teams there, but we're waiting to see team what happens between X Blades and, and Puppin Team Puppin Suds, formerly yeah. known as Soul Skaters. Right, right, right. So what's going on? Everyone's doing really, really well. We see Val Skate and we see that his name, his full name is Val Horrigan in the movie. Which is really oh. weird because the actor playing him is named Sam Horrigan. Yeah. So they just took his so last they just, name. Oh, okay. They were just yeah. like, we're done with making up names. Okay, cool. Yeah. Yeah. It's very strange. <laughs> oh, yeah. That is weird. Yeah. It's like if I was in the movie, my name was Tiffany. And I'm like, we need to give you a last name. Mm, what Tiffany about Bird Hill? Hill? Yeah. It's like, just well, like, that is my last name, but I guess. <laughs> okay. Yeah, sure. Cool. <laughs> Yeah, very strange. Um, so we see Brink go. They call their, like, performances are basically called runs. So we see yeah. Brink do his run, and he makes a small mistake and mm. mostly does well. So he gets a decent score, but he's a little d- discouraged, but still happy to be here. Mm-hmm. We see him say hi to his mom and sister, and his sister gives him some really important advice, which is to skate, skate better. better. <laughs> yeah. And the best part is Brink's response, which is like, it's like yeah. skate better better skate better yeah okay skate better like he's like he's like revolutionary i gotta (laughs) skate better like that had never occurred to me to do that so thank you and Um, this is like such a moment for a sibling to be like thanks for the sarcasm bitch exactly but he's so like but he's actually like you're you're right skate better he's so good i like i love this moment same it really speaks to his character. Like, he's really a good does. guy. Yeah. I also was thinking about, like, damn, if I got cast as the little sister in this movie, I would have been, like, so obsessed with Eric Von Dyen. Like, oh, I would have been like, in love. Because same. that little girl, I think, is the girl. exact same age we are. Right. Yeah. When the movie came out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. And also, do you know who auditioned for this role, for the role of Katie? Who? Who? Miss. Okay. Not Miss. Captain Marvel herself. Brie Larson. <gasps> oh, my God. A tiny baby Brie Larson? 
Yes. Oh, wow. So, oh, yeah. She auditioned for Katie. Out. Oof. Yeah. But this little girl had it on lock. She was in this and she was also in Smart House. So she yeah. was just like the little sister. The little sister role. Um, mm-hmm. Truly. Exactly. So anyway, I love that about Brink. Um, <laughs> and I would have been obsessed with him if I were Katie in this movie, which I would not have been because I am black. Anyway. Mm, thanks. Back to the skating. They're playing a song, Sorry. It's like, sorry, yeah. I did not breathe. Mm-hmm. And it's like playing throughout the movie during bad, sad moments. Yeah. But they're playing it during the skate competition and they're kind of making it work. But it is like a weird choice. Yeah. For this like extreme sport. It's like a little bit of a slow song for this moment where I'm expecting like hyped up, like really adrenaline inducing like, music yes, like, like i want like <laughs> yeah. some weird big band some, like 90s red hot chili rock. peppers or like some something oh, you know Lord, like no. but yes. yeah <laughs> Ooh, maybe a little bit much for a decom but you know like something a little bit more upbeat, yeah something but, adjacent for yeah. sure yeah and they, but they did make it work like i was still like mm, I was they, still did. Vibing they did they did but it still was like they made it work but it was a weird choice to have to make work like yeah facts I, I just thought it was, it was odd strange. but anyway yeah. they're doing the thing um and yeah. brink's dad makes it to the championship and yes. tells them that he'd gotten called back basically to the construction site or his job or whatever yeah and he gets the news that he got his job back Woo! He's so employed. everything is looking up for the brinkers we got money um, yes. money so Pup and Suds, they are told that they need to nail the final run in order to compete in the downhill mm-hmm. against X-Blades. Yeah. So Peter's up. As we know, he'd been try- he's been trying to nail the 540 this entire movie. Yeah. And in a moment of triumph, he does it. And his score is high yes. enough yeah. that, oh, yes, this moment brings us to Brink v. Val, mm-hmm. the in final the downhill. showdown. Yes. Yes. So as they're about to embark upon this downhill... Brink turns to Val and says, yeah, I want to win. But at the end of the day, I'm not, not you. you. And so that means a it's a good day. day. Oh, I'm like, that's kind of like Disney, yeah. but also it's like, that's crushing. If so, someone, like, right. if someone said that to you and meant it, Ooh. that's crushing. Oh, God. I had the same note. And I said in all caps, I felt that. Like, damn. Yes. Like, it, uh, if I was like, you know what, Crystal, at the end of the day, I'm not, not you. And that means it's, it's still a good, good day. day. Like, oh, like, oh, oh shit. What? Like, damn, am I, I, I'm that shitty? Like, my life is that fun? Yeah, like, uh, oh my exactly. God. Like, Woo. it is that terrible to be me? Woo. That, I was like, damn, Brink really, he fucking, that was an uppercut, you know? Uppercut. It was. It was. But in his still, like, upbeat Brink way where he's like, yeah. but it's a good day because mm-hmm. I'm not you. So it's like, it's harsh, but it's like, but I'm looking. It's a it's a gratitude based Still, statement, right? right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Still, I'm I'm thankful for the day that I'm not you, and it's that just I'm like, not you, bitch. Bro, you're literally Ooh. like you're fucking trashing this man in the most positive and like wholesome way. Like goddamn, yes, exactly, exactly. <sighs> so okay. they begin the downhill, and Val is pulling in the lead, and as Brink yes. is you know catching up on him, Val starts just like. Punching and pushing and just yeah. like trying to beat the shit out of Brink. Cheating. Like it is cheating like a motherfucker. Yeah. Oh, cheating like a motherfucker. Trying it's to not push okay. him into so, vehicles that are parked and shit. Yes. Like, it's ridiculous. He attempts to punch Brink so hard 
that when Brink ducks and misses it, Val spirals out of control because he swung that hard on my man. Okay. And he seemingly gets hurt. Right. Now we know what Brink's going to do because he's Mm -hmm. Brink. Yeah. Andy Brinker. He's got that soul. He goes, he's got that soul. He's a soul skater. Yeah. He goes to check on Val. To make sure he's okay. And of course, Mm. when he gets there and he offers his hand, Val pulls him, yanks him real hard. He was counting on it. And gets up. Oh, he was counting on it. That was his final move. Because he's like, either he's like, he knew. That's that's what I'm saying. Like, Mm -hmm. he knows Brink at a core level, which is weird. Mm -hmm. (laughs) He knows exactly what he's going to do. He knows exactly what to do to pull what strings to get what action out of him. And I'm like. He knew it. Yeah. So he pulls that. He pulls Brink down. He gets up and he skates off real fast. And, um. Yeah. So Brink is like, oh my God, I got to like find a way to make up this time. So mm-hmm. Brink also kind of cheats by uh, finding a shortcut. Yeah, he goes off the track a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So they both cheat. But like at this point, I'm like so over Val. I'm so hating yeah. Val that I'm like, Brink, whatever you got to do, my man, like just beat this yeah, man. Just get it. And so he cuts in at the last minute and we see in a slow motion scene caught on camera that Brink is just by a little, little bit. Yes. Crosses the finish line soon. Yes. At this moment, everyone is so happy for Brink. Everyone loves him. They're cheering for him. But we also see because Val was caught cheating on camera. Mm-hmm. The camera's caught all that shit everyone, when he pulled him down. Yeah. Exactly. So everyone's like heckling him and booing him. And like, they hate this man. He's got to move. Yeah. He can't stay here. They're like, fuck you, dude. Um, can't stand you. Yes. Yeah, they hate him. Yeah. <laughs> can't stand your ass indeed. Um, and Jimmy the scammer comes back and like, oh my God, break my man. Val's out. You're in. Like, you're, yeah, come back. You're my guy. Oh my God. Yeah. Jesus. And Brink's like, miss me with that. Yeah. Like, we did this. We done this. I'm not doing it. Okay. I was like, that was no fun. I don't want to, I don't want to be team exploits. Like, fuck you. Exactly. He's sticking with team pup and suds. They are victorious. It feels amazing. We end on a freeze frame of Brink and his family and his friends and Brink's holding a trophy smiling and everything is right in the world for a moment. Yes. End of film. I literally like was cheering and clapping when they won. I was so happy. Oh my God. Yes. Yes. It was the first time since we've embarked upon this journey. And I think this is only number seven, maybe Mm. that I was like, this could have been longer. Right. I would have watched more. More. Yeah. I could have hand. I want more. Like I could have seen more of what's going on in his life. Maybe even exactly. like three months later and they're just skating and having fun. And like, uh, I, don't, I don't know. Like he's working at Oh, that sequel or... we talked about. Give me that yeah, sequel, man. Literally. I want them in their 40s. I want them in their early 40s. Yes. Just like figuring shit out. I literally have here, like my other thoughts is that this movie is perfect for a standalone sequel where Disney could like have Brink as a parent you know um he and val maybe are dads i don't know something Mm -hmm. like that Mm -hmm. possibly Mm -hmm. they're still friends with gabby and peter and jordy and like Mm -hmm. maybe their child is passionate about some competitive thing and they kind of struggle as well or they need to figure out what to do in terms of like following their passions or maybe there's another team who is got they've got all the glitz and glamour and they want to you know be in the spotlight Mm. or something like that and um you know they have the like brink has the wisdom to kind of like coach his kid through and see see what happens or some shit i don't know and it like that's real but it would be for us too you know 
Yeah, it would be. But I, the thing is, like, I would be like, fuck these kids. Like, show me more brink. <laughs> yeah. Show me more Val. Like, honestly, that's just how I would feel. Yeah, like, I don't care about these kids. I want to know where my babies yeah, are. Yeah, that's at. just, yeah. And I, this is one where if they did try to, excuse me, they tried to reboot it, I'd be really upset. Mm, I feel that. It's like, it's perfect as it is. You know, we really don't need anything it, else. You cannot improve upon this film. And also, yeah. like, I don't know if you kept it as inline skating or changed it. Either would piss me off because, like, inline skating is such a 90s thing. It is very And changing 90s. it is, like, unnecessary. Yeah. I, it's just, yeah. Anyway, I just, I hope they never touch this one. Yeah. True. I Same. actually had the fear recently where I'm like, okay, so under wraps. Oh, is the first decom? Yeah. Like, what, what if they're, if they're going, going down, down the, the list? list? Oh my yes. god! I know. Yes. What if? Ugh. No, they won't. They can't. Who fucking knows, Crystal? Honestly, who knows? Me. They've been doing whatever the fuck they want since the beginning of time. So, for real, Shit. for real. So, yeah. Well, um, I have a couple of facts. Not really. Just like. One or two. Oh my god. So Walter Emanuel Jones is oh, the black power ranger. Yes. Exactly. Yes! Walter Emanuel Jones. Oh he Walter. Is the black Power yes! Ranger. Which is our second Power Ranger because if you remember, Amy Jo Johnson from Suzy Q, Q was the Pink Power Ranger. Mm-hmm. Yeah. As soon as I saw him, I was um, like, Oh my god, hey. Yes. Yeah, same. Um another one is that Patrick Levis, who plays Peter. And Eric Von mm. Detten, who is Brink, both appear in Disney's show So Weird, which starts next year, oh, 1999. Yes. Love So yeah. Weird. Yes, and then show. lastly, it, it really is a great show. Like, if you have not watched So Weird, watch So Weird. It's yeah. amazing. It's on Disney Plus. It's awesome. Um, and lastly, Christina Vidal, who plays yes. Gabriella. Do you remember her show, Taina? Oh my God. Taina. Now I'm gonna see my name and name up in the stars. You'll remember me. You'll see. Go far. Go far. A banger. A banger. Love that show. Yes, I love Tyena. And also, she was in Freaky Friday. Was she in Freaky Friday? Was With she a Lindsay friend? Lohan. She was one of the friends? Yeah, she was She was the lead singer where it's like, um, what's the song? It's like, I don't want to grow up. I want to go out. See, take me away. Yeah. I know. Oh, I'm like, how am I in my 30s? And I still feel that song in such a visceral level. Set, I'm like, truly. I've grown up. It's happened. <laughs> that literally just came back. Like, I literally have not watched Freak, the, the Lindsay Lohan Freaky Friday oh, in I know. a million years. But that song just came right back. Oh my god! It's it's so it that song slaps it's till this day. It's so good, iconic. Okay, okay. In part because Christina Vidal, like such a good voice, such mm-hmm. a beautiful like woman. I wish we had her as a movie star. She should be yeah. in more things now. She today. Really unless should she doesn't be. want to be. Right, unless yeah. she's just you but. know chilling with her life and she's just like I'm done acting. Then okay, girl, that's fine. Exactly. Would love to see you, exactly. but I understand. Cool, cool, cool. I also wanted to note. I didn't look up her name, but I think the mom in this is the same mom from. Um, don't look under your bed. I'm pretty certain. She did look familiar, but I don't, yeah. I couldn't place from where. And I don't remember yeah. much from Don't Look Under the Bed, so. Uh, I watched that recently with Silas, so. Oh, what did yeah. Silas think? I don't did, know. He, he didn't like it? I honestly, I think he was pretty neutral on it. But speaking of shows we like, um, so the strike's over, the writer strike and the SAG after strike. Oh my God, blessings! So, 
Yeah, so we can openly, like, talk about things coming out and, yes. like, new stuff. And there's a new show on Netflix called Spot, Scott Pilgrim. What's oh, it called? Oh, yeah, Scott the Pilgrim animated Spot Pilgrim. Or Scott, <laughs> Spot Pilgrim. Scott Pilgrim show. I saw something about yeah. that. Yeah. Um, I forget what it's called, though. Uh, takes Off. I forget, yeah. Scott Pilgrim Takes Off. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. It is so good. Oh, my God. Go watch it. Oh, excellent. Okay, I'll add it to my list for sure. Because I love Scott Go Pilgrim. Go watch it. I'm, uh, I know. If you love the, the show, it's so good, too. I'm, I'm going to finish it with Silas tonight because we both are huge Scott Pilgrim heads. But oh, love that. Yeah. Anything you wanted to add or share? or? <sighs> Honestly, just that this movie filled my heart with joy. Mm. Yeah. I just, I loved it so much. It's so good. It's true. It's true. Yeah. Absolutely. So. A perfect decom. A perfect movie. Let's yeah. just say that. Perfect movie. Absolutely. I, I'm just going to say it's number, number one, one in my opinion. It's number one. Absolutely. Okay. So All number right. one above so, Wish Upon a Star. It's finally been displaced. It's finally been yeah, dethroned. It's been dethroned. Um, yeah. It's, I'm sad to see it go, but also Brink has earned the top spot for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm here for it. I'm here for it. Yeah, I feel like indeed. it's gonna rain there for quite some time because we've got, we've got some movies coming up that just are not as good as Brink, in my opinion. So, uh, I know. I think Brink. I honestly can't. I can't even think of the movie that's gonna dethrone Brink. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure wondering. it's out there, but yeah. or maybe it's just boring. Maybe Brink's number one for the rest of the time. I don't know. It could be <laughs> honestly because I'm trying yeah, to think and I'm like. But... But if you're ever curious to check out our rankings, it's all on our website, thebombdecom.com, where you can listen and also check out our rankings as well as our watch list. So what movies we have coming up in terms of horror watching. Um, Yes. Yeah. So Mm. that's all I have. What a great chat. Um, Great episode. Honestly, yeah, I feel like this was a long one, but there's a lot to discuss. I yeah. think we got into some real life topics. I hope you all enjoy that. Same. Part yeah. of it. It's a lot going on, um, but hopefully you, you liked our little tangents, you know? Yeah. I mean, I know I would, but I feel like with a lot of podcasts I listen to, there's like always skippers who just want to get to the meat of it. They don't want to hear the bullshit, but yeah. maybe this podcast isn't for the skippers. Yeah. Maybe it's for those who like the fluff. They like the meat. Or the fluff, exactly. Actually. Yeah, so. yeah. They like they like it, it all. Is, yeah. They want all of it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So we love you. Thank you so much for yes, listening. Love you and so much. Next week we'll be discussing Halloween Town. It is yes, Ooh. just in time for Christmas. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. Literally. So yeah, in um in our tradition, we're going to do all the Halloween towns. There's four yeah, of them. There's four. Um. Why do they seem to go all in in terms of series on the Halloween ones? Like we have Under Wraps and now we have Halloween Town. True. And zombies. I think there's like three zombies. There's a trilogy. The Damn. Trilogy. Yeah. yeah. What's up with that? How, like, I guess Disney just really leans into the Halloween lore. I guess. I yeah. guess so. Yeah. I guess so. Their yeah. fan base loves well, Halloween. Halloween. Anyway. So yeah. Get Shop in for Halloween Town because we're yeah. going there. We're going to be there for a few weeks. Four so. hard episodes, y'all. A whole month. So it'll be stick with interesting. us. Interesting. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. You'll enjoy it. Watch them with yeah, us. It's going to be fun. Or don't and just listen to what we say about it. I, I don't <laughs> care. Just listen to right, it. Yeah. That's just listen to the podcast either way. So. That's what's important. Yeah. Anyway, 
We love you. We yes. are grateful for your listenership. So much and love. until next time, I'm Bethany. I'm Crystal. And we'll see and you next this time. This has been the Dom Decom. <laughs> the Dom Decom. I think like I said the Dom Decom. Yeah, you said the Dom Decom. It's the bomb decom. The bomb decom. We'll see you next exactly. time, loves. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to The Bomb Decom. You can follow us all over the internet on Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, all at The Bomb Decom and at our website at TheBombDecom.com. You can also email us at TheBombDecom at gmail.com. We release new episodes every Wednesday, so you better find your ass back here next week. This show was created, produced, and hosted by us, Bethany Birdhill and Crystal Innes and edited by me, Crystal. Our theme music credit also goes to DJ Quads. Thank you, DJ Quads, for the excellent music. You can find them on YouTube. And we will see you next time, baby. Bye.